1: Okay, okay. dissonance there. Good evening, Alan Caddick. Welcome to the Paul McCartney Fan Club annual meeting. Paul McCartney fans only, please, guys. 03444991000. What you got for us, cats? Well, Paul McCartney is a great idol of mine and he's done the greatest Bond theme of all time. Um, he's an idol of yours? Yeah. Oh. Um, live Day. die. Yeah, one of the greatest
2: Bond themes of all time. No,
1: it's not one of the greatest Bond themes of all time.
2: But, it's, 007. it's not
1: one of the greatest Bond themes of all time. Well, you it is greatest the greatest Bond theme of all time, Alan. Come on! Yeah, of course. It's Name gonna... me one Bond theme better than live and let die. You can't. Goldfinger? Rubbish. Moonraker. R- How does Moonraker go? Where are you? Why do you hide? No. That's not a song. It's Shirley Bathurst, sung it. Oh, rubbish. What about John trying A View to a Kill? Um, it's a view
2: to... A kill is on the road! Rubbish. Well, we, uh, we could say, Live and like Darwin, Die hands down, hand every time. Of course it
1: does, it's the greatest bon song of all time. And I've got a question for Kath. Go on, go, here we go. You know when
3: you take over for Ian? <laughs> Hang yes, on, no, let yes, me. Time yes, out. time yes, out. Time yes, out.
1: Time, yes. Out. time out. Let me rephrase that question. You know when you fill in for four shows for me when I go away for a little while? Yes, yeah, they're not taking over, it's just filling in, Alan. Simply filling in, that's all it is. Who's
2: going to be, is Sam going to be your producer?
4: Mm. Oh, there's a question. Mm. I I don't think so. No, Sam's Although not... that's what I would like. Oh, OK. Obviously.
1: I think they want to get in a real producer, like a grown-up. Someone with pubes.
5: Maybe Ash?
4: He's uh, not got any pubes.
1: No, no. Well, Alan, we just one of life's mysteries. We'll have to find out. So It he won't st- be Ash. There, there's the story no mystery of the there. Day. Here's the story of the day. This was in Cosmopolitan woman's husband likes her to leave fruit in her vagina all day so he can eat it later. Eat what? The fruit? There are lots of exciting ways to eat an apple. Whoa! You can bake it in a pie. You can slice it up into small pieces. You can eat it whole. Or for some added flavour, you can do what this couple is doing and eat it straight from the loins of your lover.
4: Is she cutting it up? Tell me she's cutting it up.
1: A woman on Reddit recently posted about a new sex fetish she and her husband have been trying out, in which he asks her to place a food item, like apples, pears, carrots, etc., in her vagina all day, and then he eats it from her vagina later that evening. A true delicacy, because what could be better than vaginally fermented fruit?
4: Um, anything?
1: The kink has... Oh, it's one of the kinks. Has been going on for about two months, she writes, and she posted her experience to Reddit because she has com- some concerns. Like, is my husband a dirty pervert? No, that's not one. Can this make him or I sick? She does clarify that the fruits and carrots are all organic. And she cleans them thoroughly before popping them up there. But still, got to stay woke when it comes to stocking your vagina like it's a Whole Foods. Commenters, 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 commenter. how would you say that, commenters? Commenters. 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 No. How would you say that?
4: Commenters, but I don't think that's even a word.
1: Commenters. On the post, which appears in r slash sex and Reddit. We'll go there in a minute. I don't really understand Reddit. Oh, my God. Warn the original poster that this is certainly going to end in a yeast infection. Oh, get some um, bread in there, then. Make it rise. Yogurt. <laughs> Organic or not, this is going to end with an infection of sorts. Vegetables aren't meant to go inside of vaginas. All right, spoil sport. You see, there was a great um, tweet that was being retweeted. I retweeted it. Um, and it's great. I love it when someone who's got like 200 followers gets retweeted 35,000 times. Jamie Oliver tweeted, Okay, guys, what's your favorite breakfast? And this lad retweeted it with the comment, I ain't telling you, you'll ban it, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Got retweeted about 35,000 times. I love that. Um, others have voiced similar concerns. But by far the most helpful comment comes from someone who claims to be a real medical doctor and had paragraphs of insight to offer. The commenter claimed to be a family practitioner, not a gynaecologist. And they did point out that this is all rudimentary advice. Since this couple is engaging in an activity that's never been studied by medical science. The doctor commenter... First points out that if the kink is just about leaving something in your vagina all day... Well, obviously it's not. It's about eating them. Try toys designed for insertion instead of fruit. And be sure to leave it in there for less than 12 hours to avoid toxic shock syndrome. Some other highlights from the doctor's advice, in case you and your partner want to try experimenting with organic produce foreplay. Use barrier devices. Oh, this guy's a killjoy! Use barrier devices such as condoms or plastic wrap to avoid bacteria. If you're not going to use condoms...
4: Well, actually, some sort of fruit mule.
1: If you're you're not going to use condoms, choose fruits, vegetables with especially waxy skins, such as some apples or cucumber, that function somewhat like a barrier. So, maybe, like, try a kiwi or an orange or some other fruit that, that has skin you don't eat... The point of it, surely, is it absorbs the vaginal juices. What are they doing on LBC, Muslims? The point, <laughs> surely, it's got to be Muslims, NHS, something like that. Um, someone tell Ian Collins what we're doing, please. Um, the, the point is, Scott Mills will be doing this in two weeks. The point is that it, ju- it well, tastes... He's something up his food. The point... <laughs> probably. The point is it tastes <laughs> like the inside of your lover's um, organs. Uh, uh, just um just my advice i'm no expert here definitely best to steer clear of putting anything that's not a sex boy, sex toy tampon nuva ring finger or penis up there though
4: a what ring
1: a nuva ring a nuva i've just got to
4: look that up just for research
1: V A. Nuva Ring. Hey, there was a story. It's going to be a rude show tonight. It was a Paul McCartney special and it's a sex toy special. There was a story in the papers. So, kids, if you're listening, um, oh, no, they're not on half term. So, if you're listening, good for you. You shouldn't be, though. There was a story in the papers yesterday, um, warning people. You got a Nuva Ring?
4: Yeah, boring. It's, uh, contraception.
1: Aye. Warning people that take sex toys abroad with them that in some countries they are illegal and if You get busted at customs going through with sex toys, you can go to prison for importing sex toys.
4: That's not a hill I want to die on. Mm -mm.
1: Mm. No, thank you. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Is this a Paul McCartney fan club? It certainly is.
6: Brilliant. The first uh, cassette I ever purchased was uh, Tug of War. Show off. (laughs) Show off. Yeah, but honestly, I was only nine, and yet I bought it, because I liked Take It
0: Away and Ebony and Ivory.
1: Um, uh, well, I've, here's the thing, I just ordered that album today, because I've been listening to this brilliant podcast called, um, it's called Take It Away, actually. Yeah. Um, it's called, t- this podcast, and it's these two, American, I'm, I'm slightly bored of, of white middle-aged blokes deconstructing music. But yeah. it's these two American blokes, and they're white and they're middle aged, and they deconstruct Paul McCartney's solo catalogue. And do you know what? I'm absolutely loving it. I even donated fifty dollars to them today to keep on doing what they're doing because I'm really enjoying it. In fact, I might see if I can get them on the show. Okay, that'll be great. I'm loving. I'm loving. I, 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 who knew that um, Back to the Egg was such a great album? Interesting. I wonder what inspired that. I wonder, Raimondo. I wonder. 0344 4991000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio.
0: The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
1: 0344 4991000 is the telephone number. So I don't really understand Reddit. Reddit to me looks like a website from 1998 when you used to go on, like, news... Usernet... Newsnet forums. I used to troll Beach Boys fans on Usernet forums by, um... News... Newsnet? Usernet... I'm saying something that's kind of... You know, you just... You, you, there'd be a website and you'd sign up to it and then every day or every week you'd get a load of emails. You'd get an email with people talking about stuff and you could then reply to it and it would get on there. But that's what Reddit looks like. But it's very popular. Very pop. Do you remember? Um, do you remember Second Life?
4: Yeah. And how that was
1: going to take over the world.
4: Yeah, never I had to go it. on that a couple of times. No, I never did it. Boring, wasn't
1: right? it? No, I never did it. I never did. It. Um, so I'm on Reddit. I'm, I'm on the sex, sex Reddit, sex. And so it's people basically ask questions, and then other people give their um, answers. Right. So here's one.
4: I should have called it bed it.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what you can expect uh, from Wednesday the 20th of June for four nights. So make sure you stock up on my podcasts. I've got... This is from Midwest Mama 23 I've got a bet going with my boyfriend. And if I win, I told him I want to bind his wrists and blindfold and do what I want to him. He's a bit apprehensive because I'm usually fairly submissive during sex. And he's definitely the dominant one. But I want to give it a go. What do you suggest I do to him? (laughs) So she wants to do this, but she's got no idea what she wants to do. We're pretty open with each other. However, I do not want to inflict any pain on him and no anal play. Thank you, smiley face.
4: What she should do is tie him up, blindfold him and go out.
1: (laughs) Go out to the shops, go and see a movie with some friends. uh, Go away for the weekend.
4: Yeah. Then go downstairs, watch whatever she wants on the television with no tutting. Enjoy herself.
1: Um, um, so WTF81. I'm not going to read all of these because it's a little bit rude. Okay. So his suggestion, their suggestions are ice cubes, orgasm denial, edging, tickles. No, tickles. No, 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 no. Tickles. tickle I genuinely, I believe that tickling is a form of abuse. If, if I see... I, I, I always have. And it's partly because the Scoutmaster, who was um, uh, was a knob when I was a kid and, and, and abused the hell out of us, um, he did a lot of tickling, did a lot of very aggressive tickling on the collarbone. And so I'm really aware when I tickle my boys, not that it's in any way a sexual thing, but that it can be unpleasurable. So I'm always slightly nervous about tickling my boys, and I have to keep checking that they're all right with it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. because you can pin a kid,
4: kid kids will always say no 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 right
7: yeah
4: <laughs> this sounds awful no go on no it's fine no go on when you're tickling them yeah, yeah, stop yeah. stop stop yeah and then you so you stop and then you see if they want you to go again right? exactly
1: exactly but even then because i didn't want this this guy tickling me god this guy has got, got heavy isn't it but i think this is the way it's going to go josh kathy alistair stay there we'll come to you in a bit i didn't want this guy this scoutmaster tickling me because it was actually it was quite painful You'd go back. You'd you'd go back and do it again. It was it was a weird kind of set. In a similar way, I'm making a few leaps here, but in the similar way that the, the, the people that are children that are sexually abused, quite often, massive generalisation here, guys, quite often, seemingly voluntarily, go back to the abuser.
4: Right, but the thing is, with the tickling, yes, it's socially acceptable yes. boundary crossing. Yep. Where you can explain it away is a bit of fun, yeah. But it is getting the kid used to the boundary being crossed.
1: Oh god, totally, totally, totally. And and some of you may think I'm reading a bit too much in the tickling sexual abuse thing. Maybe I don't know. But when my kids, uh, yeah, when my, my my youngest always wants a tickle attack, and he he'll he start. He said, do you want, Dada? Do you want a tickle attack?" I go, "Yeah, sure, fine." He goes, "Okay, we'll do it in a minute." Um, put your hands up if you didn't wet the bed last night. <laughs> You put your hand... He goes, no, no, both hands. You put both... And he, he steams in there. But, yeah, you've got to read that when... There's... I, don't, I never tickle them too hard. Never pin them down. Well, I pin them down a little bit, but as soon as there's a... There's a resistance, even if it's not said, as soon as I feel a resistance, boom, I'm off. Do you want to carry on a bit? You, you, I let them... I let them... And it sounds silly, but I'm I'm really no, aware... No, with
4: what happened with you, I, can, I get it.
1: But I, I'm also... You know, I'm also aware that... Um, and this, this isn't talked about very often, that men will pay... And women, I guess, to a certain extent. But it's primarily men. Men will pay um, sex workers and dominatrixes to be tied up and be spanked. And we know all that kind of stuff. But and, and, but some of them will also pay to be tied up and tickled. They, they will be tied up in, you know, I, I guess, spread eagle on the bed or whatever, to be tickled. And they can't get out of the tickle. Some men, get this, this isn't in the... Um, uh, Nick Brumfield fil- film. I don't think. I don't think. Maybe it is. I have to watch that again. I, do you know what? It's, it's been just about the right amount of time since I've watched that Nick Brumfield box set. So I'm I'm getting ready to watch those again. But some men like to be spanked with stinging nettles. What? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say
4: wrestled. I know that it's wrestling, a lot of wrestling is a thing.
1: Lot of wrestling and is a thing. There like
4: a crushing thing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of that, but stinging nettles. That,
4: to me, and it is primarily men. I'm sure there are women that are into it as well. Yeah, That's men wanting to not be in control, isn't it?
1: It's it's, um, about losing control. Yeah. It's um, quite often about infantilisation. It's quite often about mothers. It's quite often, you know... They
4: want to be helpless.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this is... the, the, The suggestion's here. Ice cubes, orgasm, denial, edging, tickles... Hair pulling, and here's the one, all of those, I can kind of see it. I can kind of see it. Here's the one. Drawing on him with a marker or pen. Um, uh, what? Like playing Noughts and Crosses or something. Little moustache. Join the... T- <laughs> <laughs> Little moustache glasses.
4: <laughs> in sharpie
8: oh. <laughs> what have you been up
1: to i would do um uh, um glasses around his nipples and then a big um a big nose on his chest and a mouth and i would use his belly button as as part of the mouth yeah. no i would use his i would draw his belly button as um a vagina oh and then i would finger put my finger in his belly button
4: you've given this a bit too much thought
1: drawing on him with a marker or a pen wowzers and on that bombshell we invite kathy to join us good evening kathy
8: Good evening. How are you both? Uh, very, very
1: well. Lousy, actually, but that's by the by. Have you ever drawn on or been drawn on by a
8: sexual partner, Cathy? Uh, I prefer to paint my numbers. Oh.
1: And would those numbers be 69? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not number two. Anyway, Ka- well, Cathy, <laughs> what have you got for us this evening?
8: Well, following on from your vaginal fruits, I had a... Oh, yes. a story to tell you it's a true story by it the way if anyone if years anyone years if
1: anyone is listening and you're just you, you're maybe you've just finished a band rehearsal and you're trying to come up with a name for the band i gift you vaginal fruits that's yours take that and we'll <laughs> see you on top of the pops in a month go on yes
8: so quite a few years ago when i was working in a hospital which will remain nameless yes we had a patient, male patient.
9: Oh, who oh I love had nurse stories. very
8: bad stomach ache. Oh, God.
9: Um,
8: hadn't been able to go to the toilet for a few days, and he was in a lot of pain. Yes. So we did the normal, asked him some questions, took some blood, sent him off for an X-ray to make sure there was nothing wrong with his bowel. And we got the X-ray results back, and he'd forgotten to mention the lynx can that was up his arm. <gasps> So that might have explained why he'd been so... Weren't
4: well lo- the- there are loads of women throwing themselves at him, like, for no apparent reason? So that, that was Absolutely. a lynx effect. Do
8: you know <laughs> they what? They couldn't just remove it, because the cap would have come off and been left... It got not cap
9: and a person left the poetry. cap up on it!
8: He'd left the cup. Ca- what flavour was it? Was it Africa? What what, what flavour? Chocolate. Oy. Oh, it's a few years ago now. I can't remember the exact flavour. Um, um, how so how do you how do you get that out? Well, they kind of put him to sleep and uh, used muscle relaxants and... Poppers. Went in manually, but they oh. had to make sure that they got a muscle relaxant so that they could take it out without leaving the cap in there, because if they hadn't, and he'd clenched while trying to take it out, it oh. would have oh. oh. oh, yeah. perforated. Oh, yeah. How do you forget you've got a lynx can? You'd think you'd kind of say... <laughs> I'm not sure if it's related, but... Thank
1: you for that, Kathy. Take care. Yeah, yeah, take care. Good advice. Uh, and, and can I just say as well, guys, if you're going to tell a story, beautifully delivered punchline, he forgot to mention the lynx can stuck up his ass. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed watching that video, guys. Please retweet. <laughs> <laughs> and people say this show is too blokesy. Just to remind you, that was a lady that called him to share that story. Um, good evening, Josh. Hello. Hello, Josh. What you got for us, mate?
10: Um... I'll be totally upfront and honest with all this for you now. I'm absolutely cacking myself about calling well, the a, show.
1: At least you can cack yourself, unlike the, the, the subject of the last story. So that's a bonus.
10: Although
4: when he did, it smelled well, gorgeous.
10: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got anything stuck up there tonight, I promise.
1: Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> um,
10: i really wanted to give you a call. Uh, I don't usually listen to the show live. I usually listen to the podcast. Yes. Um, and uh, I was listening to the podcast, that uh, I think it was the... Well, it was Friday's podcast, I think, and it was Thursday's show. Oh, I yes, think, the controversial
1: um, Thursday show, yes, when we were questioning ourselves and uh, got a little bit um, meta. But, yeah, go on. Yeah,
10: um, so I um, I actually have autism myself, um, which I know what a lot of people are going to be saying straight away is, if he's that autistic, he wouldn't be calling the show, blah, 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 blah. Um, which is probably one of the reasons why I'm cacking myself. Um, yeah. But I just want to say from personal experience, I I guess I could say I'm quite a lonely person. Um, and I think what you do for a lot of people on the show um, is probably
11: really helpful. Um,
1: oh, hang on, Sorry. <laughs> That isn't. No, I was, as he was talking, he remar- I, I was just checking. I'm listening, but I'm also just checking to see if Nigel's song has been uploaded onto um, iTunes yet because I want to play it. But no, sorry. That how insensitive. <laughs> he, no, Josh is is terrified. And you go and do that. And he's being very sensitive and bearing his soul. And I start playing classical Beach Boys. That's very rude. <laughs> how rude! See the way I'm bullying this poor autistic gentleman here. You should be banned. Go on. Sorry.
10: Um, no, it's fine. So yeah, I mean, really. Um...
1: Yeah. um. Hey, listen. For those who missed it, for those who missed it, there there was Catherine and I got very upset because there was uh, there was a phone call just before the show, and there was some talk online from the relatives of someone who used to call us a few times, who claimed that we were have been bullying this person. Um, and the, 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 their accusations really hurt us, partly because I think maybe, I don't think we were bullying, but I think maybe sometimes we got the tone with this gentleman wrong. And I think that's perhaps why it it, it upset us so much. And Catherine and I were questioning the tone of the show. Do we let, uh, phrase this carefully, slightly more vulnerable callers, Who've been ringing us for a while. Do we let them on? And we were kind of close, Josh, as I'm sure you're aware. I don't know how it was resolved on the podcast, but we were kind of close to saying, okay, there are a handful of people who perhaps aren't as, aren't as close to the center of the circle that is this show as others. Um, and maybe we shouldn't let them on. The resolution we came to, Josh, is me and Catherine went home miserable that night. Um, And I woke up in the morning, Catherine, and I believe, woke up in the morning confused and, you know, not quite sure which direction to go. And I woke up actually more resolute that what we Ooh. are doing is right, that we may have got the tone wrong a couple of times in the past. And the best way to deal with that is to still allow people on of all, you know, different backgrounds and what have you, but make sure Ooh. we get the tone right in the future.
10: Yeah. Um, did you? Because I haven't heard the call um, itself. Uh, I've read the tweets, but I haven't heard the call. Did you? The guy didn't make him. You know, make it clear that he had any sort of. No, he. Or, no, he didn't. Or, no, he didn't. Did you, but um, did you have any sort of inkling? Yes, in I had an inkling.
1: Terms?
4: Yeah, because we right, okay. we in the end decided between us that perhaps we weren't doing any good by continuing the because it was the same conversation over and over.
1: Um, and, and while I don't think we necessarily were laughing at him, I think we were laughing with him, but maybe it could be perceived as laughing ha- at him. Um, I don't think, in all honesty, that w- w- I got the tone right with him every time that he called in. And that's why I was so upset by their comment- comments, because actually my defence of my behaviour was, was flimsy o- o- on, a, on a couple of those phone calls. It was certainly flimsy at best mm. um and while i don't it was never intended to be mean i could understand why a family a loving family would get upset and you, i well, could you al- weren't
4: familiar with the yeah. show that's the thing but, It happened but, across this
1: but i got i got the tone wrong i got the tone wrong a few times and um and it's given me a pause to think
10: well no, i mean it's just sometimes you just can't tell can you like i if- but so, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just be Mr. Nice to everybody and
1: just sort of... No, what we're going to do, do from now on, Josh, is we are every every call caller. If, they, if every caller phones in and says they want to come on the show, we will send them a thirty-six page document, which um, <laughs> they will have to fill in with the help of their GP and uh, a parent or guardian. Um, that will then get sent back to us. It's got to be a hard copy; can't be emailed. Um, it will take three months to process it, and then we'll know if we can let you on or not. <laughs> I think that's the only thing we can do. <laughs> <clears throat> I
10: mean yeah, I mean I you yeah, I mean, this show has actually helped me a lot. Like I'm I'm not just saying that. Um I mean yeah, listening to some of the conversations that we've had with some people and I'm probably speaking for people who well, I don't want to claim to speak for anyone, but I might speak for people who I don't know, too afraid to call in or too anxious or anything like that. But I, I really thought that you know, uh, yeah, because I, I didn't really know what, what where where it was going. Whether we were going to put a ban on certain people calling in, but I mean, certain people are not even going to know. Some people, I mean, anybody could have an issue and not know about it. So I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I don't, I don't think that's fair, you know, because I mean, like the, the amount of times I've done something and not realised and done something that's a bit weird that i thought was normal so i think if you just block people off number one you know yeah they're, they're not going to know what they've done well and it's just going to cause a lot of confusion I and i think it's just nice for people to have that sort of safe haven to be able to speak to you guys and i mean you know i yeah it's kind of well you're a large a than a psychiatrist I want to talk to you
1: well thank hey listen josh thank you man um h- how do you feel now that you've made the phone call huh
10: um, I, I'm still, I've still got
1: my heart palpitation. Yeah. So. And I think you can have yeah, it for about yeah. another three minutes. When you put the phone down, you'll still be shaking a little bit and then, and you'll go, Oh, that was actually, that was quite easy. I'll do it again. It's addictive. Phoning this show is like crack cocaine. Um, and possibly even yeah. worse for you than that. So just be careful, man. Make sure you know what you're doing. Know your limits. Um, set yeah. a limit. Don't go beyond that. And if you start going beyond that, then you can phone up Julia Hartley Brewer for help.
10: <laughs> no, but seriously though, 100%, I believe that you are a good man And just keep doing what you're doing Just, you know, don't let one uh, comment get that, get
1: you down Josh, thank you very much, mate, cheers 344 4991000 this is Talk Radio
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio We'll get you talking
1: 344 is the telephone number If you want to give us a call Good evening, Mark Hi Hello, Mark you Are you on speakerphone? No, I'm on, on normal phone. Are you in like a like a um, like a submarine or something?
12: No, I'm in my own studio. It's um, I don't know if you you you
1: retweeted a couple of my tweets. Reggae box, Reggae box radio.
9: Yeah,
1: it's Reggae box radio. Yeah. Hey man, how you that's, doing? That's me. Yeah, I'm
12: really. I'm I'm, I'm absolutely.
1: Shaking like a leaf. Steady on. I think, I think an F word was, was, was just knocked on the, your lips there no, and you no, managed no, to no, swallow no. it down. Yeah.
12: No, no, no,
1: no, 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 I didn't know. It came close. <laughs> you felt it in your mouth and you swallowed it. Yes. Good lad. <laughs> Good lad. Good lad. Hello, Mark. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you. But yes, you've been tweeting me the last few days and it's nice oh. to make your acquaintance on the wireless. What have you got for us?
11: Oh, I just wanted to say thank you ever so much.
12: You've really helped me the last week. Um, I got bi- I'm disabled, Yeah. like, uh, paralysed down my right-hand side. Uh-oh. Yeah, um, I've got bipolar as well.
1: Hey, um, look at you, man, yeah. you're ticking on, this is top trumps, I love
9: it!
12: Yeah, I love it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thanks ever so much, mate, I know you've had a, you've had a crappy day, mate. Oh, so. I've had a lousy one. I- yeah, yeah, I know how you feel, man. Yeah, I just, just want to say thanks ever so much, mate, because you Really helped me a lot. Can I ask you
1: two questions? Um, you yeah. don't have to answer either if you don't want. First one, why are you paralysed down the right-hand si- uh, side? What happened? A stroke. Oh, man. And, uh, well, I'm going to ask you three questions. This is a bonus question. Are you right-handed? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Secondly... the mixing for me station left-handed. Okay. There. Secondly, what is this radio station that you've got?
12: Uh, I, I, I love record music. Oh,
1: really God. Oh, oh, Mark, music. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
12: No, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it gives me something, it keeps my brain active. Yeah. You know I mean, otherwise, I'm only, I'm 50. Yeah. So I'm not that old. I live in a sheltered accommodation. With, I'm, I'm probably the youngest one here by about, about 30 years. Oh, God. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, so it just keeps my brain ticking over, you know what I
1: mean? Okay. And so, so how often do you do, do you do, you do a weekly show? How often do no, you do it? No, it's 24
12: hours a day. Right. Yeah, it's streaming twenty four hours a day. Okay, flipping. So I've only it. just started it. So yeah. Okay. So I'm just like getting it all set up and everything now. Well, so. and is
1: it your station?
12: Yeah, it's my station. So hang yeah. on, how do you do, how do you do that? Um, through um online server. Mm. Yeah, I've set my own. built my own website. Learn how to build a website. Flipping and, heck. Yeah, I just I had to do something because I I used to like work full time and that. yeah. I, c- I just couldn't sit around doing nothing. Do you know I
1: mean? And you've done, this, you've done all this one-handed as well. <laughs> all this
9: one-handed, well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> lo- I don't know why I'm laughing. What, t- what a crawler. Tragic comic. Mocks bipolar stroke victim. That's what that headline is. <laughs> <laughs> Happy one
12: for Steve Allen. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at you, you fat. Look at fat git. Look at you with your one oh, hand. Man. Get out I of work. i tell you what. Yeah. I went off on one with him last week.
9: Yeah.
12: Because, I don't know if... Did you see the video
1: I posted? Um, no. When he, when he re... Oh, no, I retweeted it. He was... Steve Allen was laying, yeah. l- calling someone a fat cow, as he usually does all of that. So it was horrible. You mean the
4: self-like Steve oh, Allen?
8: Oh, it was horrible. Well, I, th- I thought to myself... How oh, yeah, can, you, can you say
1: that to somebody who can't even defend themselves, to starters... And the Muppet don't even take phone calls. Don't take phone <laughs> calls because he's scared... The reason he doesn't take phone calls, he's scared to. And also, you know, I I, 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 I used to body shame people and make jokes about fat people. Then I realised, actually, that was a really cruel thing and I don't. But he's he's a, he's a very large man. He's very mm. overweight. So him to call out women for being fat slags is just incredible. You know, he must have some dirt on, on um, James Ray at uh, LBC, the boss at LBC. He's got to have some dirt on
12: him. He's got to have something, because the amount of Ofcom decisions against him is unbelievable. I mean, he called Peter Andre a greasy something or other. Well, there's I'm him... I'm say the rest of it. No, there's I'm him like, and God, there's... I'll, a... I'll, I'll re- what I do, I'll, I know it sounds really sad, but I record every show he does.
1: Oh, God, don't.
12: No, and no, I do because when he when he when he mucks up,
1: boom, off to Opscom. Well, good for you. I don't think it'll change anything. My suggestion, no, well, there's, 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 there's another there's another idiot, simple as twat dot <laughs> com, that is. Um, that's having a go at me again, and I just—it's water off a duck's back now. I don't listen, I don't pay attention. Someone will tweet me every now and then, and today I've had a really lousy day, Mark. Really, um, I woke up in tears, and then there's been all—so I started off badly, and then there's been all kinds of arguments going on about personal stuff, like really d- tense arguments that have left me fuming. Yeah. And then I've got you know, simple that that, that idiot, that 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 uh, con man. I get it all the time. Well, yeah, but. Well, but I got this bloke then, then apparently slagging me off on his podcast. That's the last thing I need. Anyway, anyway, Mark, let let, let it breathe, breathe, and let it go, deep brother. Big breath, big breath. breath. Mark, oh, nice. Did you did you
12: see him? I'll tell you, it made me laugh. Yeah. Did you see him at Dale Whedon's funeral?
1: No, I did. I didn't see them.
2: Let Mark,
1: let let. Let that gentleman go. We don't. We don't. Let's not pollute our airways with that poison because we've got some good stuff. Mark, I wish you the best of luck with your, your reggae show. Even though it's reggae, I wish you the best of luck. It's nice to talk to you, brother. Thank you. 0344 Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio.
0: Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
1: So we're on the Cosmopolitan website. It's never a thick magazine I've ever read before. Here's an article. Um, uh, the first time you have an orgasm. This is directed at women. Um, uh, let's do that in a minute. Let's do that in a minute. Let's go. Let's do that in a minute. Let's go to Gatford first. Good evening, Gatford. Oh, see, so you, you're bumping the orgasm story for me. No, that's because we've got a child on the line after you. So I'm oh, just, okay, I'm, fine, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, trying, okay. to leave, trying to leave a little bit of a gap between the, the sex talking and a and a, and a child. So, so I'm, I'm being a responsible yeah, broadcaster and you just balls it up. Thanks a yeah. lot. Oh, good. There yeah. we go. Yeah, well
13: done. Um,
1: (laughs) uh, You know all this talk about um, second life and everything? Yeah, this was like the video world, the video world. (laughs) This was like like an online world where you could create your own avatar and be
4: who you wanted to be. It was like Mucky Sims without the muckiness or the point there were no tasks or yeah, anything you just you wandered could... about and, and yeah. it was a chat room really wasn't it yeah it,
1: it's a chat room with graphics basically yeah okay graphics. great graphics on that game great graphics love the graphics as good
6: as i don't know dragon's lair yeah like oh. um the reason i was ringing was that it made me think about all sort of social media and stuff like that do you, do you remember the myspace
1: of yeah. course i remember myspace mate yes was i ever in your top friends uh, mate, I, I don't know. That was 14 years ago. Probably not, because you are annoying. Ah, now, you bring that up. I heard you say a few minutes ago that you don't body shame. I'm not body shaming you. When have I body well, shamed you?
6: You have done on many
1: occasions. Well, hang on a minute. When, no, I said I used to, and I said I don't do it anymore. Didn't body shame you just now. I just said you're annoying. It's not because of your your uh, horrendous body. It's just because of your, your disgusting personality. No ah. body shaming there. Facts. Facts.
3: Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I haven't got a response to that. Can I do my
1: favourite joke? I've done this joke Go before, but I'm going to do it. Okay. No one's ever laughed at it. I'm going to do. This is a Barry Cryer joke, right? This is. You, but you've got to imagine it's 1995, right? On. So there's. Right. I'm just getting into 1995. I'm gonna, you're going to get into my fist in a minute. Okay. So there's an old there's a there's a court right and there's um, there's uh, an old judge right there's an old judge in court and um, the guy the accused. Is um, standing in the dock, and the judge says, "Well, I'd like to see, like to see the uh, the documents on this." And the the guy who's in the dock looks to his his brief and says, "I haven't got them. I, I didn't bring them with me." And so the sister goes, uh, "Well, I, um, my client has not brought the documents with him. Um, fax it up." And the judge goes, yes, it does a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> huh? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. OK. okay. My, my, my
6: four-and-a-half-year-old nephew's got a good joke at the moment. OK. Yeah, it's, um, it, 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 the crocodile goes into the restaurant and asks for a sandwich and then says, make it snappy. OK,
1: thanks ever so much for calling. And we lost the child that was on the line there, so we'll go to Alistair instead. Good evening, Alistair. Evening both. Evening both. Well done. Welcome, welcome. Uh, a sante A sante
6: so, uh, when you were. A couple of things. First of all, Ian, yeah, um, you know, when you play music mm. on the hour, Yeah.
1: could I make a request? Um, yeah, but it'll be ignored. For your consideration. I'm, uh, yes. Okay, well, I'm not even going to consider it, I guess. For g- your I, dismissal? Yes. It will be dismissed outright.
6: Okay, shall I name it or not?
1: You, you can say it, but it will not get played. Okay. Uh, J. Rafferty,
6: Baker Street. Oh, dear.
1: <laughs> what was your next no point? Good. No, 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 good, no good, <laughs> no good, <laughs> no good. <laughs> yeah. well, the
6: next point was <laughs> when you were referring to the um, thing at the beginning about the thing, Cosmopolitan. Yes, about the fruit thing. The fruit in it, the fruit bowl.
1: The human. Yeah, fruit it bowl.
6: reminded me of, of of that tagline on that advert: the drink with the totally tropical taste.
1: Oh, by now Berlin an grapefruit lilt yes 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 well it would um it would be uh
4: i think she's an idiot wow (laughs) because she's carrying his not only is she thinking about what he's going to have for his tea but she's carrying it around in her junk all day (laughs) and it does somewhat restrict i mean i know that you get all these adverts where you know the tampon adverts where you can go skydiving and stuff but i think that's slightly different from a carrot or a banana.
1: She's um, she's a human lunchbox.
4: Yeah. Yeah. What a mug. Mm.
6: The okay. only other. Th- oh, yeah. Go on quickly, quickly. I ask Katha a quick, quick question, Kath. Of Course, you can. First of all, good luck for when you fill in for in. Thank you. And I wondered, would you consider having Katie Puckrick as a co-hoster?
4: Yes, I would. A
6: co-hoster. Co-present, sorry, co-presenter.
1: Okay, I would consider it. Okay, it's been considered. So yesterday's show um, got very tense because Catherine, it turns out, is one of those fair-weather friends that I've heard so much about that... Gosh. um, hmm? Well, I'll explain, I'll explain, and you'll get upset, but uh, the listener will know, apart from a few stroppy women who've who've had a few too many Lambrinis, um, that the listener will know that I am right... Catherine is a fair-weather friend mm-hmm. who doesn't like her friends, to be honest. She wants her friends to lie to her to, 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 to help her ego stay inflated. Um. We we talked about T-shirts that Catherine bought me, and I told her that the one I was wearing, which i have been wearing for about 18 months, taken it off and washed it, obviously, in that time, that I, I was getting a bit bored of it, and I thought I might get rid of it. I had two, two of it. She bought me two of them. That's a bit weird. We didn't mention that was weird, but that's weird. She bought me two of the same T-shirt uh
4: uh well well should we should we say why well no because we, we, we're we moving on now well,
1: well,
4: so, i will say why
1: okay well, because we're, we're i bought him on.
4: one size yep. which i assumed he was which was size smaller than he was body shaming body shaming and in the meantime i bought him another one and i couldn't be bothered to send the other one back Fat and he was shaming. no and he was losing weight so i thought do you know what have both
1: so and I, I've been worn. I've worn that T-shirt a lot. You've seen me wear that a lot. And I've just said, you know what? I think I've had enough of this T-shirt. Time to time to bin it. Okay. And then I also said, like a friend, that there was one T-shirt you bought that I would never wear because I didn't like it. The Andy Kaufman T-shirt with loads of words on. Too many words on it. Okay. And you got oh, you got all teary and emotional and. Uh, Ian, Ian, why, why? As I was driving off last night, Ian, I want to... Ian, why, you bastard? That didn't happen. I got home and suddenly I, was, I fell asleep, woken up at half past three in the morning.
9: You bastard, what are you doing? You buy a bloody t-shirt, I'm going to kill you.
1: I'll come around I'm going to kill you. Why do
4: I sound like Jamie Lomas?
1: Because you were drunk, man. What? Um, so, thank you to Chris... <laughs> Who emailed me this. How to react to a gift you do not like. Instructions. Do you know what? What?
4: You don't have to worry about that ever again. Okay.
1: Your your great aunt knitted you the world's ugliest sweater. Your friend got you a CD by a band you detest. Your best mate with a weird ego problem bought you a t-shirt that you think is abhorrent. Um, It doesn't mean you have to make the gift giver feel bad too. Um, Rachel, can I just check? You're calling in to agree with me on this, aren't you?
13: Who, me? No. <laughs> what are you
1: calling good, in for, good then?
13: Good girl. Um, I've called in with another, um, foreign object stuck at the bum story. <laughs> Excellent!
1: We'll we'll pause the, the, the back... Well, this could tie in with the gift that you don't want. Uh, OK, go on. What what, does, what did you get
13: stuck up yeah. there, Rachel? Oh, not me. Um, a few years ago, I was training to be a theatre nurse. So I used to see all this sort of thing all the time. What, for, like, plays and stuff? <laughs> Oh, no no okay i do t- genuine
1: that's question fine. genuine question i thought it was like a standby is there a, is there a doctor in the house no but there is a theater nurse on no, standby. well
13: technically they're called odps but that's another conversation okay.
1: like <laughs> old dirty bastard
13: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway um there was a surgeon he was telling us years ago in his trainee days yeah he had a chap come in had a foreign object up his bum that's they took foreign. him into there had a look and it was a necklace so they cleaned it off gave it back to him a few weeks later, he came in for a follow-up appointment with his mum, and she was wearing. The ah, ah,
1: ah, no! Brownstone. Um,
4: yeah. Okay, let's be fair to it him. Can... Did he smuggle it out of a prison of war camp or something?
13: I don't know. But Wait, I, I don't hear think...
4: that went on. My, so, th- there aren't that many of them around these days. So there are. So, I mean, so many, so many. Uh... So many questions. That I, I
1: I literally I would not be allowed to answer ask on the radio because that would be an Ofcom. No. Golly, Rachel, that's in uh how did they get it out? They said like in Raffles. <laughs> <laughs> raffles.
13: <laughs> raffles when nicked it! I don't know. Gosh. I didn't ask for the
1: fine no Well Rachel, uh, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll do up the bum stories.
4: Some of Whoa. them. Some of Whoa. them. Whoa. <laughs> So, do you know what I do love, though? We've yeah. had two nurses, two brilliant stories. Nurses have got the best stories. Oh, nurses
1: are filth. Um, or the, not. I mean, I respect the NHS, um, but not the suits that run it. I'm talking about the people that get their hands dirty, the cleaners. <laughs> Part one, saying the right thing. Say thank you. Any present is worth a thank you. Look the gift giver in the eye and be as direct as you would with any other show of gratitude. You might say, thank you. I really appreciate this, Catherine. You may comment on the kindness and the generosity of the present. What a kind thing to do. What a generous present.
4: Can you do it with a bit less sarcasm in your voice?
1: Okay, I'm just just, just rinsing. Number two, react to the thought of the gift. If you struggle to bring a smile to your face to show gratitude for something you'll never use, or something you never wanted, try to appreciate the thought behind it. It's always possible to offer a few words of thanks. Thanks so much. What a thoughtful present. Or, I really appreciate that you thought of me. Number three, appreciate the intention.
4: How many of these things are there? Like- yeah, it's a lot of gratitude and a lot of things you've missed out. All right.
1: You must have remembered that I love chocolate. Thank you for these colourful socks. All right. Four, ask questions. Ask your giver about the gift and how they thought of it. This is a good distraction from discussing whether or not you'll use it, how often, etc. Uh, In general, when reacting to a gift you don't like, put the burden of the conversation on the person who is gifting. Do you have this CD too? What's your favourite track? I don't think I've ever seen socks like these. Do you have a pair yourself? (laughs) I definitely don't have a sweater like this. How long have you been knitting? Five. Lie if you are comfortable lying. I am not. If you don't have a moral issue with telling small lies to spare the feelings of well intentioned, if stupid people, go ahead and say you like it. I wouldn't do that. Sixth, tell the truth if you're close. We were. If the person who gave you a gift is someone who knows you well, someone with whom you've had a lot of rapport, we've had so much rapport. We've had so much rapport. Just tell them the truth if they push. You can laugh about it. I didn't it. push. You can laugh. I la- didn't
4: push. You I didn't push. Can,
1: you, can I laugh, didn't you can laugh about it together. A bad gift is not a big deal, but lying could make it into one. Yeah, that's what happened. Defer questions. If your gift giver senses you don't like the present, they may start asking you questions about whether you really like it or when you'll use it. Either tell a tiny lie or counter their questions with more questions so you don't have to answer theirs. If you can coax them into offering a suggestion on when to make full use of your gift, then give a quick, I'll be sure to do that, and move on. Um, Part two, reacting emotionally. React immediately. Once you've opened the gift, immediately thank the giver. Uh, Make eye contact. Smile if you can. Hug your thanks. A hug is truthful. It's a loving way for you to tell them you appreciate the love behind the gift. Um, Dealing with the gift. (laughs) Um, I I tell you what, we'll do dealing with the gift when we come back Because this I think is where you need to grow up a little bit, Catherine Um, Catherine is taken over for me for four days when I'm away uh, in June Going off to see the monkeys. midlife crisis, why the hell not So when we come back from 11 o'clock, we will have swapped seats She will be in the driving seat and I'll be in the kind of um, I don't know what you call it, sort of hanger-on um, getting in the way, you know, get kind of getting in the way, kind of thing. You know that, you know, the, the the sort of the less important of the two seats. Um, so it will be a real thrill for Catherine, and uh, I'll put up with it. I'm that kind of guy. Uh, so give her a call and, and give her a hard time. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand
0: across the UK online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Do, 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 do unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation.
7: Make contact with Ian Lee.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: Okay, so here's the deal. You think about someone and think, oh, how do I cheer him up? Oh, what do they like? (laughs) Shush, can you turn his mic off, please? (laughs) And you think, oh, what would he like? He's, You know, he's a simple man, simple tastes. There's no point buying him anything super nice, but 15 quid on a t-shirt should be fine, right? <laughs> what does he like, then? Um, I've bought him a monkeys one. I've bought him um like, Kung Fu Fighting Karate Man one. <laughs> so, who's that daft Eddie uh, daft likes? Oh, yeah, Andy Kaufman. Right. Let's have one of them. So, I just looked one up and there was one, like, about Andy Kaufman wrestling. Do you remember when he wrestled that um, big lad and um, the big lad smacked him and then Kaufman wore um a collar <laughs> as a hoax I mean who would do that he wore this collar and um, he went on telly and they had this big Barney and it looked like he was going to smack him again I think water got thrown did water get thrown anyway don't put his mic up it's fine
9: um,
4: so I thought oh I'll get him that t-shirt with the poster of the fight between Andy Kaufman and the big lad he'll like that won't he and I thought he did I thought he did Flash forward a year and transpires. It's um, the worst present since Jodie Foster was given the role of Summersby's <laughs> wife and had to pretend to fancy Richard Gere and didn't convince any of us, did she? So anyway, turns out I can stick it up my jacksy. I'm a rubbish friend. A real friend apparently wouldn't have expressed any mild surprise that a gift that was, I mean, I got thanked for it. He seemed pleased. Um, Was shoved in the back of a drawer, probably wiped his backside with it before it went in there, and he's never going to get worn. So that's that's why I'm hurt, ladies and gents. That is why I'm slightly miffed about it, and that is why Ian will not be getting any more T-shirts from me, who, let's just remember, earns about... A quarter of his £40 a show
13: fee.
4: (laughs) 03444991000 if you want to give um, me a ring. I'm um, helped today by, I don't know, we've got a bloke in just because we need to have a bit more trouser on the radio. And uh, what's your name, darling?
1: (laughs) You said that phone number way too fast. These these idiots aren't going to be able to get it from that.
4: I'm I'm hoping they don't ring up. Okay. 0344. I'll wait till you get a pen, hang on.
1: Who? Them? Them. Okay, them.
4: wow, that's the, the it. You, you, you
1: keep insulting them.
4: It's all right. Well, that's what you do, isn't it? Uh, no, o- no, three,
1: no. 0344...
4: Four. Shh, they're getting a pen. That one doesn't work. No? Have you not got that little pencil that you nick from Argos? All right, scratch. Just use the back of an Flip There we go. O- 0344... Four, four. Do you mind? I do, Trying actually. do this. O- 0344... Four.
1: Yeah, good one. 499. Nine. <laughs>
4: 1000 and just just ring it up
1: phone up because she doesn't know how to put a phone call I do call. I do You don't know how to put I a do. phone
4: call This system's like made by Fisher Price She doesn't know how to put a phone call through to air I So do. can
1: you, you well phone her up and prove prove one of us right Okay
4: give me give me a ring I'll just wait for you
1: Well this is your technique is just to sit there and wait for them you've got to give them something to to chomp on.
4: Oh, That's people Someone says they've not got a pencil sharpener just use it. My Grandad used to sharpen pencils with a knife. Yeah, I've sharpened pencils with a knife. Because he was in 1950s real man. Look, man.
1: I've sharpened pencils with a uh, with a knife before. Yeah. yeah, of course I have. Tell you what I don't get is those electric pencil sharpeners. Oh,
4: what for...
1: They sound exciting and they're fun, but then pointless.
4: I like the school ones that used to but they used to bite your good pencil.
1: Right, it's like Mum, you have to turn the handle. Oh look! That... I was ringing it back. No, no, alright, hang on a second. You carry on, Sam. You carry on, Sam. This is going to be great, no, guys. We've got two phone calls. Don't put so the call far. through, though, Sam. Let her do it. Yeah, let me do it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Watch on YouTube. This is going to be good.
4: Here we go. I can see we've got two of the, two of the finest callers. These are callers that probably wouldn't. They're too high a caliber to be ringing you up. Um, um, oh, it's not a thingy, is it? It's
1: not touchscreen, Catherine. No, it used to be, didn't it? Yeah, in it's, the older no, it's days. not been touchscreen for about six months. Is that
4: um, Paul Ross's fault?
1: Yeah, Paul... No, um, I don't know whose fault that is.
4: Hello, caller. What's your name and where'd you come from? <laughs> I'm Kathleen. I'm Angela from Coventry. Yay! <laughs> oh, this is fun. What's on your mind tonight, Angela, from Coventry? Well, what it is,
14: you can get... The, you don't have to write the phone number down, because when you send an email to Talk Radio, the, the number's underneath the or the email and the text number and all
4: that stuff. You've been sending emails... So, to talk radio. So you don't, you, see, you don't need a pen and paper. What's, well, what's the email address? Down? What, what was in your email, Angela? A complaint? Oh, I can't remember
14: now. Comp- I did quite a few. but I've... I've, I've complaint? Been, um, probably. Yeah. When uh, I'm half asleep. And then the number, now, so you don't really need to read it out, really, now. All right,
4: so if anyone wants to send us an e- if you want to know what the number is, send us an email to talk radio, uh, talk at radio. <laughs> No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is
13: um,
14: that the number's actually underneath that. When you write an email, the number's
4: right underneath it. Oh. But what is well, that's the handy. E- Why don't I just tell people what the number is? Wouldn't that be a bit simpler? What's the email? Like mine? No. Well, no, don't tell us I'll yours. You'll get no, all no. kinds of filth. Mostly from me. <laughs> I do, anyway. Do you? Not from me? Yeah. No, not from me, yeah. you don't. Mm, turns out, I, I just
14: ignore them. Anyway, what is the email? Have...
1: What is the email address that then tells you what the phone number is?
14: Um, well, you have to put your all your details on the. You know when you send an email up to Talk Radio if you want to write something, and and if you look in the underneath right in the news, it's got all the phone and the text number tells you how much their text number is and not if you want to send a text through
4: here he, is a simple I don't know, I think it might be a bit simple if I just say it with my face. What do you reckon? No, well, I don't, but what's the yeah.
1: email address that you write to that then they reply with the talk radio phone number?
14: It just sends that, it just sends it straight up, me just send and it goes up to talk radio.
4: But um Angela.
14: But, but I don't know what it does at that end. But okay. But it gets read uh, out. I could send you one up if you want. Send me one up. How are you going to send oh. it up? Uh, give me a few seconds and I'll, and I'll send can you, you can one. Can you do it on
4: the fo- Can you do it while you're on the phone? Because I'd like to hear the process. No. Oh.
14: Can't do it on the phone because I have to come off and then. But you know the t-shirt problem. Oh
4: yeah, do I ever?
14: Why don't you just give him the money and he can choose his own? That's
4: a great How about idea. I just save my money and I can choose my own? that's true i like t-shirts i bought a belt in one the other day i like t-shirts I do. I bought a belt do you in one like other t-shirts day. call me no now.
1: One... it's a catherine boyle Here's show the
4: thing no one buys me t-shirts because uh, my best mate isn't as thoughtful as uh, i would never his best mate.
1: i would never buy clothes or jewelry for a woman no
4: don't i've got but oh, i've got Ooh. bought some cat jewelry in the past from boys tell yeah. you what i've had angela one boy bought me this um, both silver necklaces, and the thought was great. And I did the nice face, and I didn't tell him to shove it.
1: Well, they didn't used to belong to his mum, did they? No,
4: they didn't. They bought them special. Okay. One of them was just a necklace, right? And but on the actual chain, there were two hands ho- like holding each other's hands, as Ooh. if as if clasped around my neck, as if ready to <laughs> strangle me. <laughs> that was from my first boyfriend. Then I went out with this Spanish lad who was very nice, mm. um, but he bought me, I don't really know why, um, a, t- uh, a necklace with an owl on it.
1: Because <laughs> nothing says love
4: like owls around your neck. Twit. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so in future, yeah, I'd rather just have the money. If it's, if it's going to be jewellery, especially, I just, I'll have the money. But um, yeah. what's the most um, awful present you've ever been given, Angela? Oh, I can't
14: remember, but I've had a few. Have you? But I, but what? I've always given them to a charity shop. But nobody else, so they won't know, will they?
4: Did you ever tell the person that they had crappy taste, and in future they can shove it um, where the sun don't shine? Well,
14: so no. The thing. I, oh, I just
4: tell them. I just give them the hint. Can you buy me a book or something? <laughs> <laughs> how do you? How From do now you... on, that's what I'm going That's gonna be my response to anyone giving me a present. <laughs> how do you
1: hint? Can you buy I me did, a book or something?
4: I'd say, well,
14: I'm into um, such as such, like if I wanted them um, about Star Trek or something like that. Yeah. So what they used to do, gave me vouchers to go and get a book. Or um I said, mum said she, she knows I like the royal family, so she'll buy me a nice big book about the Queen and stuff, right. Queen other than that.
4: Are you into no, the Queen? Queen mum, she was a big favourite, yeah. wasn't she? Mm. I prefer
14: to clean myself. So do I.
4: So do I. Damn me. Those brown teeth, Angela. No one wants to see that. Well we won't.
1: Angela, can I just cause because Catherine is I'm I'm off for four nights from the twentieth of June. Yeah, Wednesday, right. Thursday, Friday Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Monday, right? So Catherine is is kind of just Well done. Okay. We just, Although
4: we leave that in, don't we? That we word?
1: we we do. It was just testing that she knew where the dump button was. I was just
4: reading oh, the right, YouTube, okay. which is what you do as well. You get distracted when people are talking to huh? you. I've noticed Mm. someone saying I hope your ex-boyfriend's phoning that will teach you no they don't talk to me anymore Mm. quite rightly Mm. Angela it's Mm. been delightful speaking to you I do hope you'll call again and I I hope you've been happy with the service this evening
14: (laughs) I I have been very happy with the service this evening I've been happy
4: with your service Angela
1: Kath gives a good service guys
4: bye Bye. Bye. right let's talk to
1: you know how to hang up
4: yeah I've hung up on her right Hello, Dave from Telford. What's your name and where would you come from?
3: Uh, hello, I'm a first-time caller. <laughs> How do you know where I'm from
4: and my name? The tone of your ring.
3: Aye?
4: Yeah. So I went, ring, 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 ring. Sounded very telford All right, okay. Uh, Is it is it cold in the studio
3: tonight, Kath? No, it's. Do you want to put the heating up, Paul?
4: I've put the heating. Usually,
3: usually when that knob's in control, you have to have it freezing. I know.
4: Well, under the new regime, my illustrious um, reign, he's had to turn the heating up, and he hates it. Look at him
1: under Catherine's golden reign.
4: Yeah, it's going to (laughs) be whoa. (laughs) Under my golden reign, lads, everyone's warm. (laughs) Come
1: on, come on. on. (laughs) And that's that's what you can expect in a couple of weeks' time. Feels like that. You
4: certainly can. And
1: her second offcom.
4: (laughs) Dave. Dave, my darling, as it's your first call, I'm gonna do you a little favour and you can talk about whatever you want.
3: Oh, thank you very much. Um well what it is, I wondered if a little game. I went to my first pantomime at the Birmingham Hippodrome in 1983. Oh, no, you didn't. In the beanstalk.
4: You did. Okay. Don't interrupt the story, please, sidekick.
3: Sorry. Sorry, boss.
4: Continue, please, Dave. In the beanstalk. Yes.
3: With me being only being able to say yes or no, you've got to guess who played Jack. Okay.
4: John Nettles.
3: (laughs) No. Um, when, when was you this? You might want to ask more vague questions rather than just direct. Don't tell it. me
4: how to play my own game. Jo- it wasn't John hey. Nettles. Was it um, Lovejoy? No. C. Pollard? No. One of the Crankies?
3: <laughs>
1: well, I think he means ask questions like bo- is it a boy or a girl? Or? Well,
4: the Crankies are a boy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, Dave. Don't laugh.
3: It's not one of the crankies.
4: Oh, well, they miscast that. They should have had one of the crankies. They were very popular back then. Um, Was it a boy or a girl? Yes. Was it a boy? (laughs) No. Oh, girl, eh? Bonnie Langford.
3: 1983. Bonnie Langford. No, no, but something's in the right area.
4: Bonnie Tyler.
3: No, not the name. The colour of hair.
4: Oh, red. Zilla. You got it. Yes! You see, my techniques are
3: unorthodox and yet they work. It's been lovely to chat. When are you back on again? I might call back again.
4: Well, I'll be roundabouts every day. I'm kind uh, sort of, kind of have to be here. But um, I think, when are you going away?
1: Wednesday the 20th. I'll be back on Tuesday the 26th.
4: Yeah.
3: Hang on, let me write that down. The 20th to the 20th. Yeah, this is a much nicer experience than I imagined
4: oh, of course he would have it is. been talking to it. Of course it is. He's a swine. Nice to speak to you, Dave. All the best. You take care of yourself and tell your friends. <laughs> right, what time's break time? <laughs> now? Break time. Across the UK, online
0: and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: So t-shirts are off the menu it's um that friend i was telling you about no names no pack drill, because it's you know unprofessional and everything slagging someone off on the radio um but it's his birthday this weekend i'm thinking i buy him nothing um because that's apparently what he likes so um
1: do you know what i'd be i'd be happy with nothing i do this just this birthday going to be a lousy old birthday <laughs> so i'd be quite <coughs> happy with nothing no
4: i think what i'm going to do instead is i'm going to give you I know exactly what I'm going to do. Oh. I'm going to give you some homemade vouchers, yeah. which entitles the bearer to accept every month one T-shirt from me, chosen by me, and you're not allowed to moan about I
1: it. I like all of the T-shirts you got me apart from, from one. one.
4: Yeah, so why did you have to say about that one?
1: So that you don't I make But you the... wish you kept it. Z- z- no, zipped. I don't. I'm glad I was honest. And you know that you're wrong on this one. I am That's not the wrong. Thing.
4: I am not wrong. When I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Um, but I think at this point we should discuss it and you should agree I'm right. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for ringing. Makes me look um, like I know what I'm doing. And I pressed you and put you <laughs> on um, without having to stick my tongue out in a concentration fashion. So I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting there. What did you want to say, Michelle?
5: Um, I was, I just reached one about 11 o'clock and heard you talking about gifts and gifts. And it made me laugh about something that um, my family member gave me. Oh, it was um, actually, I literally had to go to bed. I was literally sitting in the dark right now, ready for bed. And I
4: was like, went to watch up and I was like, oh, I better just call in and share this. Thank you. You realised that you had a duty, so let's hear it. Yeah, do my duty today. Go on then.
9: What did um, you get?
8: Um, basically, I really like Hello Kitty, but um, they brought me this Hello Kitty bush toy, but it was like an effed up version. It's hard to. Hang like, on, hang It on. had the bikini. A, a what, a bush toy?
5: Uh, Hello Kitty Bush toy. Yeah, like a push toy, like Hello Kitty push toy. Okay, carry on. Push
4: toy. (laughs) I was going to say, I know that's diverse that Hello Kitty range, but (laughs) I didn't realise they'd quite gone into that arena.
5: Well, I know we've (laughs) obviously well, um, it was like had a tan and it had like a bong and a bikini and like a bit of boob. You said you got it from a market or something. (laughs) Market toys. (laughs) from and, like, why are you giving me this? <laughs> I didn't actually say that I hated it because I do like getting certain Hello Kitty stuff, so I don't want to start buying it. But every time I come round, I make sure it's out, and <laughs> I can't bear to trick it out because obviously, you can ask, Oh, what happened to it? And I don't want to give it charity because it looks a little bit dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm
4: stuck with it. Oh my god Wow. You, one day, one day, you'll be able to bequeath that, that to somebody, and they will also have that problem.
5: Yeah, she said she got it from a market from an Asian person, I don't know. <laughs> I
8: don't know, not, 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 not that. Let's see how Kath deals and with casual says, know, well, on the radio. This will be interesting. Like, I suspect maybe from a pub and it was sold, I don't really know. All right,
5: listen, but, if, any, um, if
4: anyone knows who is the person selling the um, slutty Hello Kitties...
5: Was it an
1: Asian man um, or an Asian woman? That will narrow it down yeah. slightly.
4: Oh, I don't know,
8: but give me details. You said she got it from some market or some store... Wow.
5: Like, so I'm not sure whether the stall was in a car park. I mean, I don't really know. I didn't really ask.
4: You've given it a lot of thought, oh, though. Hello yeah, no, Where, where on earth have you Where would you obtain such a thing? Oh, it's got to be a car park.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I didn't Michelle... really ask any questions or follow it up. So I just want to put it in the back of the cupboard. and just bring it out. Yeah. You better like, when, when she comes up, when she comes down. Exactly. So you better remember where that is because she's going to want to see it every single time. She probably thinks so. I thought it was a bit of fun, but she seems to be really attached to it. It's always out on display. She must be playing with it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, take um, care, Michelle. Bed now. Yeah, do. Bye.
4: Bye. One day that thing is going to come out of the cupboard and kill her,
1: or out of her boyfriend's anus. (laughs) (laughs) Judging on how the show has gone so far this evening.
4: Speaking of which, Mark. Yeah. Hi. How is yours?
12: Yay! <laughs> oh dear, this is funny. I can't believe this. I will tell you what, I got over my nerves. I was shaking like a leaf.
4: Good. I mean, really, you've you were warmed up for me, and now this will be an absolute cinch.
12: Yep, I hope so. I hope so. Now I will make you laugh. I'll make Ian laugh anyway. Go on, Barry from Watford.
4: Oh, that's felt... going
12: to do a jingle for my radio station.
4: Is he? Is he It will be sweary. You know it's going to be sweary. There'll be mentions of goochies. Really? Yeah, definitely. Are are your audience ready for that kind of filth?
12: Yeah. Uh, You've not heard my
4: station, have you? No. I guess if you're in charge, you can put whatever the heck you want on it. Yeah.
12: Hmm, There's no rules. It's internet.
4: So how come he got involved in it? Did he come to you or did you approach him? No, I messaged him.
12: He followed me. So I messaged him. I said, any chance you could do a jingle for me. And
4: he suggests. So <laughs> oh, he's God. desperate, to see, Mark. You'd be careful though, he'll be uh, invoicing you for that.
12: Yeah, that's so what I think I did say I'm not for profit. I'm not I don't <laughs> earn no money off it. <laughs> Do you
4: know what I mean? Well, quite rightly so. Make sure you're clear from the start with him. He's a, yeah, he's yeah, a chancer. I did, I
12: did make it
4: clear. All right, well listen, nice to speak to you, Mark.
12: Oh, thanks ever so much. i Bye. really I'm really enjoying this.
4: Hey, I've enjoyed <laughs> it too. You no. ring us again, but not tonight.
1: I've got something for him. <laughs> I won't go
4: down in the will Oh, we Hey, we've got an email from Angela. Shall we see what she sent and sure. how she sent it up?
1: Well, who did she email? How did she email it to us? She sent it up. Okay.
4: Thanks for the chat. Um,
1: Great email, Ange.
4: Thanks very much. Uh, Hi, Kath, loving your work. Who's the annoying backseat driver in the studio with you? Very,
1: very funny. I can can ban all of you from listening and I can get you fired, Catherine. So a bit of respect. (laughs) Next, next one, please.
4: Interesting on Talk Radio that they're discussing that Garrett Lineker should be sacked on the BBC for his political opinions. Are they? I must listen to Talk Radio at some point.
1: Are there other shows on? No, I think it's a retweet. What did you call, how did you describe Julia during the break? Julie what's
4: it from The Mornings.
1: I don't listen to him. Actually, I've been listening to a bit of Mike Graham because James O'Brien's on holiday.
4: Yes, he is. And, um...
1: Um, and, uh, Mike Graham, turns out, is a uh, real pompous right-wing old windbag. No, he's not. I've really enjoyed him. I've been listening to him a lot. And um, he's good, Mike Graham. Mike, if you don't, for those who don't know, Mike Graham's on uh, 10 o'clock in the morning this week with Daisy McAndrew, yeah. who I think is brilliant as well. I've been enjoying them. Don't listen to any of the other rubbish on it, though. It's not really my cup of tea.
4: Um, I listen. Um, and uh, some of it is fun and nice. What's that?
1: I'm just... Sub- they've uh, superimposed Katie Puckrick on me, uh, as, uh, almost as if they're, expect- they're looking forward to me leaving, which is... I
4: love uh, Katie Puckrick so much. Do you think they'll let me keep her?
1: Um, well, That's a bit weird. Well? In a tiny box.
4: She's very little. You can
1: keep her in a tiny box. I'm not... No, <laughs> well, why
4: would I do that, you weirdo? OK. Um, uh, 0344...
1: Let's see, we go. Now, 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 the, now the excitement has worn off and the callers have got bored. Let's see how can Catherine... You,
4: can we do this without...
1: See, tw- the thing you've got to learn... 25 minutes of radio. Let's see how she goes now. The thing go you've
4: got to learn... is, And this is what I'll be saying to everyone that comes and sits in that seat there. Is that what you've got there is the most... Can you not smoke in the studio, please? I'm sucking
1: on a robot's dick.
4: <laughs> that is the hardest <clears throat> job because... You've got to know when to shut up.
1: OK, I'll shut up and let's watch you Let's, let's watch you have the easiest job and fill.
4: OK, 0344. I used to fill, like, on an all-talk programme for three hours and we had no listeners and I was talking about really boring stuff. So I can fill. But whether or not it's entertaining, dear listener, is down to you. 0344 499 1000. Who's your most annoying friend? And do they know that you think that they're annoying? Also... If your friend was so annoying that, well, oh, I don't know, they came round to your house and uh, put their feet on the table and uh, they were wearing socks with holes in, would you kick them out or would you instead hold it against them forever? Have you ever What I'm saying is if you ever cut loose a really annoying friend, 0344 499 1000, you can give me a ring. You can text talk and your message to seven. 87- Two two two. That's 87222. Or you can email me, apparently, and Angela says if you do that, you'll get all the details, and all you have to do is um, email talk at talkradiotalking.co.uk.com or 3444991000. Four, that was the number that Annie called, and here she is now. Hello, Annie. That was the number that Hello, Kat, How are you? Wow.
1: Hello. That was the number that Annie called? Wow. Yeah, that was me you being... You did that? you did that (laughs) i
4: did that was smooth it was smooth some people don't like smooth some people can't do smooth and so they make out that smooth is bad but i think some smooth
1: you're the new david Prever.
4: well he gets loads of uh, work he does get loads of work he's a good
1: presenter well wow loads of
4: work anyway annie how are you today I'm, i'm very well how are you i'm all right Apparently, I'm doing all the work for less than half the pay, so um, par for the course for well, women these days, eh, sisters? I was going to say, you'd be used to that. That's that's pretty much how want, it works, isn't it? Do
1: you want to write down on a sheet of paper, we both write down how much we get per show? Yeah. <clears throat> I then thought we he compare was
4: £27.50. It. He gets £40. Pounds. Oh, yeah, that's true. Cuz he? Yeah. Flipping heck, he's not worth that, is he? <laughs> no, he really isn't. I think some of it's a bonus. Oh <laughs> <A> what? <laughs> Annie. Anyway, it's lovely to hear your voice. You bring some calm and sophistication to the proceedings, which, to be honest, have been very anal up to this point. It, it, yeah, the, the calm and sophistication has been lacking, hasn't it? It certainly has. So what's been lacking? What did you want to talk about? Things getting stuck up people's bums, or something better? Uh, no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't intending going there.
5: I don't, it might end
4: up there. They never are. That That's the, the intention. Problem.
5: <laughs> yeah, I was. Just, i was just my main comment was honesty is a bit overrated, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's especially when it gets mixed up with rude. I'd really rather people lied to me and were nice, yeah. and that makes me happier.
4: So, for example, if our, you've got a hit rate of one crap present in ten, you don't need yeah. to know about the crap present, do you? No, no. you've Because you've given nine lovely, appreciated presents. Yeah. That's the one that you need to hear about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, You certainly don't nice. need to know that one's going in the bin. No. No, it's, it's actually not if it's going in the bin. You're yeah. not even going to use it for something
5: useful. Isn't it awful? It's just it's just wasteful. It's bad for the planet as well.
4: It is. Have you got an annoying friend that you've cut loose? It, oh, hundreds. <laughs> oh! Can you tell me about one? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, one specifically,
5: it's, well, yeah, quite a few. Uh, you, get, you get to that stage sometimes when you think, you know what, the balance is tipped. Yeah. If you, you can put up with so much, and then you think, mm, nah, not doing it anymore."
4: And then you just, you just cut the line. Exactly right. I'm joking about Ian. I'm not going to cut him off yet. I'm, I'm giving. Well, Should cut few... her off? Hey, sure. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give looked, him a few more still... chances because I don't think it's his fault that he's rude. But I yeah. did have I one use of the word yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's You know, everyone is on borrowed time with me, <laughs> which is fair enough. <laughs> but I did no, have one friend, and I still feel a bit like it's unfinished business. But. She was annoying to the point of. I got to a stage where she she was one of these people who would pull you up for not phoning her, right? But she oh. but she hadn't phoned you. But instead of her phoning you, she just counted days so and and then when you do phone that's the first topic of conversation i haven't phoned since that's yeah nobody needs that no so i don't like friends who keep score like that and actually at that time i was going through a pretty hard time but she wouldn't have known that because she was too busy festering with her aggression (laughs) she was too too busy watching the phone and complaining about you not ringing it Yeah. so she got the shock of her life when she brought that up and went do you know what i think we've got different expectations of what friendship is bye bye and i haven't spoken (laughs) to her since isn't that outrageous? that's the form of honesty I quite like. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are exceptions for the honesty is bad rule. Yeah. It just comes to a point where you've got these friends who, um, every time you leave them, you feel a little bit worse about yourself. You go, ah, right. That's oh, what it's gonna yeah. Be. See, and sometimes it takes a while to notice that. But once you notice, mm-hmm. it, that's when you cut the line. That's when you've got to do it, isn't it? Yeah. So, have you done it? Go on, tell us about yours.
5: Well no a similar thing. it's just one of these things where it's suddenly half an hour later. I think is that what she said? Is that really what she said? Did she need to at that point? and then yeah if it leaves you feeling feeling bad about yourself afterwards, and it was one of those it was one of those people you know that like they're phrasing things as a compliment, but it's not really a compliment,
4: yeah. and it's like. It, yeah you pretty for a big girl things like that yeah oh here's one i got right this is the same friend and this wasn't the occasion i told her to lump it she came around with a pair of tra- i hadn't seen her for ages she came round with a pair of trousers and asked me to hem them for her right <laughs> unusual request but i do sort of i am friends with some unusual people and often you know those people are the most fun to be friends with so <clears throat> I hemmed her trousers for her while, while chatting and catching up and everything at the end of this episode, she looked at the hem and said, well, that thread doesn't quite match, does it? <laughs> <Cheeky> <laughs> she was man. moaning about it. That's brilliant. <laughs> but that was one of those where she went over and went, did she just moan about me th- hemming her trousers for Was her? she paying you yeah. for this? was no, she buggering?
1: Wowzers. Wow! <laughs> it
4: is, and it's not until afterwards that you think, "Is that what just happened?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that what I just allowed to happen? That's what starts to seep through, though, isn't it? You go, "All right, hang on yeah, a minute. This is that a what pattern. happened."
5: <laughs> and, yeah. you, and then you, you're out. in Things like you're having coffee, which is a nice thing to do. You're having coffee and it's out. And it's a sunny day, and then and then you have a muffin with the coffee, and and she says things like, "You know, I love the fact that you don't care about things like that." Ooh. Well, hang
13: on. Wow. I hang on. A
5: zinger. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's kind of, it, it's a different way of saying, you're putting it on a bit, aren't you, love?
1: It, it's one of those. Is that a women's thing? Because men don't talk like that. Men mm. don't, um, kind of, there's a slight bitchiness there in that comment, isn't it? But,
5: yeah, and it that's what it is. Yeah. Unless
1: that person genuinely, are, are they doing it to be mean, or they genuinely think that it's friendly banter?
4: I think some people are completely unaware of it, because I, I think there yeah, must there be. Yeah, there is some. I, I think some people, as well, do it because they feel rubbish about themselves, yeah. and that's what they're they like thinking about. Down there on their own, yeah,
5: yeah. They, they want to bring you down with them, and then they're they're not lonely down in the cesspit. They want to yeah. bring you with along along with them, sort of thing.
4: And that starts quite early on, doesn't it? Because um, my eldest is ten now, and uh, she started coming home having had spats with her friends, and it's always over. She said I looked at her funny, or she, you know, and I just think you're ten. Yeah, your life is not complicated at all. And yet there are some kids and it's always the kid that you find out afterwards is, you know, there's something going on at home, like someone's not well or they're finding fault so that they've got some sort of way to target their aggression. I I don't know. I I guess lads take it out in a different way. It, it, It just must be, I don't know, girls a bit more psychological.
5: Gil, yeah, it is a girls thing and because it, it
4: rolls down. If, if somebody else is doing it to them, they
5: mm. they have to pass it on. It has to roll down. But I, you're right, I don't think people always realise that they're doing it. No,
4: they can't, can they? God, what well, nightmare you, being. You, you've got to hope
5: not. <sighs> then otherwise, it just, otherwise it is just unpleasant. So you've got to hope that they're not necessarily aware that they're doing it because that's sadder to a certain extent
4: isn't it it is thank goodness we're perfect Annie. thank goodness well clearly yes <laughs> we just create this little ray of sunshine in the world that's what we do by the way that's a cracking blouse you're wearing
5: thank you very much <laughs> it. yeah it was a bargain isn't it lovely <laughs>
4: that's another thing why do we always tell them how much it was and where we got it from I <laughs> see. immediately underplayed it. Why can't I just say thank you? Yeah. And just stop us to thank you. Exactly. Right. These are things I've got to bear in mind because I do it as well and I don't think yeah, it's we all do it. it. Nice to speak to you Annie And you. Bye then. Oh. Off. I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah. 03444991000. Shall we take a break? Let's take a break. Well, it's
0: better. the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
4: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, it's Catherine. I'm sitting in the wrong seat, or the right seat, depending on your perspective. The power seat,
9: the seat of power.
4: I am. It's um. It's warm in the studio, which shows who's got the control.
1: Would you like me to go and make you a cough?
4: No, not until the break. Okay. You stay here until you're signalled out. But oh. thanks for the offer.
1: There we go. Fine.
4: Thanks for the offer. Appreciate okay. it. Do you
1: want me to write down what time you're meant to hit the brakes?
4: No, it's all right. I'll have, a, I'll have a guess.
1: Okay, and fair so play. That's it's done normally, you, isn't it? You get, no, no, it's done on a very specific time structure. Sam
4: perhaps could write... Your no,
1: you could thing. learn it first breaks, quarter past, second, second breaks at half past, third breaks at 22, but that's fine.
4: All right. Well, we've got four minutes.
1: Yep, because you paused
4: it up. We've got four minutes, and we've got a Kieran. So that, to me, says we can rock it through. What do you reckon, Kieran?
11: Uh, yeah, okay, then. All right. I, think I will make
4: it quick. Well, do you know what? You don't have to make Go it on. quick. I'll make it work somehow. That's what I do, Kieran. That's what wow. I do. Wow.
11: You are amazing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think we're going to get along fine with this phone call. Oh, oh,
11: Absolutely. Yeah. Really. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so tell me why you're ringing.
11: Okay. So then it's about all of the unwanted gifts and the beach that are going on right now between you two.
4: Oh, you've noticed?
11: <laughs> that I've been watching you on YouTube and there's lots of slight nuances that I've noticed. And I think, yeah, uh, and kind of, but then it's an issue. Then I thought it would be good to ask, are you a female and a me? Uh, uh, Can you and,
4: understand uh, anything he's saying? Yeah, it's an issue, and you wanted to ask, I'm female. I can't hear I am, him. Kieran. It keeps,
3: break, it keeps breaking up.
4: Go on. Sorry, Is ignore a, ignore the man um, in, behind the curtain over okay there.
3: there. Kind of, I don't
11: mean to call you a female because of it, but I meant like a me, like a you're kind of female, and kinda of on the male perspective and mm-hmm. kind of that's what I meant. I don't wanna
4: No, that's okay.
11: Yeah, because it's weird calling women females like you know, and they're kind of that it's not something that I do on the regular. It does feel anyway, a little
4: bit like you've been tipped upside down and someone's had a quick look at your undercarriage just to make sure.
11: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so then I turned thirty a few weeks ago uh, and then I got a present. Yeah. Uh, and then it's off my kind like, of girlfriend's door and It's a a cactus clock.
4: Oh, what, a cactus plot or a cactus clock?
11: Yeah, a cactus clock. Right. Uh, And then it's quite... uh, 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 And then it's a bit garish. It hasn't got any numbers on it. And then it's on the wall right now. (laughs) Uh, And then I'm actually looking at it. Right. Uh, uh, and they're gonna so. Then they to kind of my front room. It is minimal. It is functional. They're gonna kind of Scandinavian design, right? And they're kind of IKEA, really.
13: <laughs> right? Uh,
11: and then they come to kind of this clock. It like kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> then I can't read it in the morning, only because it has not got any numbers on it, so then I'm trying to guess. Kind of, but is it ten past? Is it you know? And I hate it. So. And I want to ask you too. Yes. How long can I keep it up? They're going to for now, for now. They're going until I can take it down.
4: Right. How old is this? And, how old is this daughter? Uh,
11: 17. Oh, seventeen.
4: All right. So old <laughs> enough to know then.
3: I thought it was, <laughs> like, Cause like, cause I it was five a five-year-old or something. Except <laughs> so did I? I thought, mm,
11: <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. I, don't get me wrong, Dad. I think she's awesome. You know, like I can really buzz off her. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. But. But I just need to play this super
1: carefully.
4: Right, here's here's the here's two options, mm. right, off the top yeah. of my head, and then I'll let um. What's your name again?
1: Hello, my name's Ian Lee. I was in the jungle. Uh, uh, no, we don't need your surname. Okay. Just your first name. Yeah, Ian from um, the jungle.
4: Lovely, Ian. Um, is he doing well tonight? Thanks very much. Um, yeah, good job, mate. Here's two. Thank, thank you. 2 <laughs> oh, shush, <Ian. laughs> I'm sure. Two options. Yes. One, you tell her that it's. Bloody mm-hmm. awful, and you don't know what she was thinking of. You're not going to tell her yeah. that. Oh, that's not your style, I can tell okay. you. Two, no. you do some very vigorous <laughs> dusting. What would happen if you did some really vigorous dusting around the wall area?
13: There we go. Oh, and it would yeah.
4: fall and smash.
11: Smash and fall in a skip.
4: Yeah. Well, that would I be a like shame, it. wouldn't it? But that could happen. It, oh,
11: yeah. Oh, yes, I mean, it would, yeah. yeah, because yeah especially terrible. because
4: you've got this sort of, you know, very clean, sparse aesthetic mm-hmm. that doesn't involve mm-hmm. any kind of cobwebbage. So no. that could happen, I'm... and that would be terrible. Mm. But that could happen, Kieran. When,
11: though? When should I play this Well, mastercard? I mean,
4: it, the thing is about, about cleaning is it could happen at any time. It's not about the thing being old or
9: mm-hmm. And especially okay. because it's
4: new, it's you know, you weren't used to it. You didn't realise that you hadn't really attached it yeah, very no. well. I don't like it. Do you see what I'm saying, Kieran? I'm clean. Yeah. Yeah.
11: Mm-hmm. Get dusty.
4: Get dusting. I
11: love it. I love it, thank you very much.
4: <laughs> Let me know how you get on. Fuck it up. Bye, later. Kieran. Bye. Bye bye. And that, my friends is how you do it. You're not going to let me... Shush!
0: It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh,
4: 0344 499 four, 1000. Hello, John.
0: Hi. Congratulations.
6: Um, I just wanted to ask about Sunday. Um, you had a show, um,
10: How It Was, if it went well, if, uh, if it was a good... Uh, Uh,
6: enjoyable
4: show yeah so Sunday uh, we did a live television show we streamed it on YouTube and we didn't think it was going to work John but within the first two minutes uh, we realised it was working didn't we Ian uh, yeah, so yeah.
1: So it was kind of uh, in front of an audience, there was about 100 people there, we had Katie Puckrick as a guest, we had some really funny short films that people had sent in, and it was kind of an experiment to see if we could do a slightly different show in front of a live audience, and to see if technically we could do a two-camera setup with films and stream it as a TV show, and it worked!
4: Uh, yeah, it worked, yeah. it wasn't quite perfect, but you know what, it, for a first go, we know what we need to tweak, and next time yeah. it'll be... Fine.
1: And if you want to see it, you can um,
3: go to youtube.com really, slash I, I nearly bought some. I nearly, I nearly bought uh, tickets. I just uh, checked it out. Would did been,
4: you? We We sold out in the end, so you might have had trouble. But yeah, um, you can.
6: No, no. I'm very, I'm very happy for you. Yeah, well, you um, can um, have by a, the way, yeah, go on. By the way, um, I have to say, my reaction. You just come across a little bit too soft. I like, like Ian is like really rough and tough. You know? Can you just spice it up a bit?
4: Oh, bugger off, John. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, what's up Catherine. How are you?
7: How are right. good. Good, feeling. There
4: <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm a bit breathless. I'm not going to ask why.
1: Well, exactly. See, maybe he's enjoying the show a little bit more than usual.
4: <laughs> How outrageous, Jerry! I would never cast that kind of aspersion at you. Yeah. How's your day been? It's been pretty.
7: Chitty. How's it? It's yeah, pretty oh. boring. Nothing at me. Nothing at me. Yeah, That's I can point. hear you. I can hear you. It's boring. I need more entertainment. Though. Keep trying to put, put some high-tech football in there. No, okay, anyway. I can't get out.
4: Oh, you, I'm, I'm, I'm getting every...
7: Sorry.
4: I'm, I'm having a bit of trouble hearing you, but... I'm trapped.
7: I'm trapped to they
4: wouldn't let me out.
7: They will not let you out? Yes. Yeah, you know, what's, um, what's
4: dangerous, Jerry?
7: I mean, the The I mean, to me out. So i stuck in all the It's boring. I like me out Walking. Oh, crap. <clears throat> yeah, not good.
4: So what have I you mean, been doing then, being stuck in? boring. I am the music.
7: Hair uh, uh, food. Not good.
9: Hmm.
7: Three days in the sun. And not mine. red. I'm there.
4: What? Hang on. Hang on. I've just heard the last bit of that. You've got red hair.
7: No, no I'm not good this, this. But the you find in my food is red. Oh. But, uh, my food is just. <laughs> I'm and and
1: uh, we're struggling to understand you a little bit tonight, Jerry. Uh, what happened with your meds? Because you didn't you just change back onto your old meds and they were seen to work for uh, a while?
7: Uh, and uh, and uh, and I used to be working, but no, 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 it's up. It's up in my room. I'm trying to help me I think. I'm trying to help me I'm trying to help me Deep
1: breaths. Deep breaths. Deep, breath, deep breaths. Sing to us, Jerry. Yeah, sing. Would it help? Would it help? Pardon? Sing to us. That works sometimes. Sing.
7: Children be.
1: Be. That's what they say. No, be. don't sing. Don't sing. Look, I think we're alone now. <laughs> sing.
4: <laughs> sing. Sing what you're trying to say. Sing
1: what you're trying to say. To the tune of uh, I-, I think we're alone now by Tiffany. I,
7: I'm boo. I'm just bored. I, space. I, want to get, I want to get out. Yeah. I want to breathe free. I'm bored. Oh. I want to breathe free. I want to get out. Oh, Jerry. I, I can't. It's frustrating. I
1: bet it is frustrating, man. I bet it is. Yeah, it is. I
7: say, man, come here. You can have it 20 minutes. I've got the stuff.
4: There's stuff in. Let me see a little stuff. Let oh, me you see your chair's not good enough. Let's I'm going play games. So they're saying, you can't go out because your chair's not good enough? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, play games. Walk
7: and walk. I can walk. And he brings up the says, I've got past these. I've got past oh. I've got past these. I've past you i got a fast thing for but now I'm
4: practised.
7: Mm. It's crap. Just are these four balls. I'm just being crazy, as you can tell.
4: Oh, yeah. Jerry, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry you've had a crappy day. I don't know.
7: I'm just... I'm just trying to get a bottle of tango. I can't even get a bottle of tango. Oh. I've got a guy who's still just... just trying Just trying to go with... Now you want the windows only open a couple of inches. And <laughs> you just shake back over.
4: Oh, Jerry. I do feel for you. Let's hope tomorrow's better. Make sure that's how it goes. How
7: it is nice. Get into a nice, cold bath. Completely cold water. Yeah. Dunk in the ducking stool. The ducking stool sticks into the cold water bath. That's amazing.
4: Hi, like <laughs> right listen, Jerry. Can I hear you. I'll give you a ring. Yeah, do. All right. I'm, well, listen. Thanks for ringing, Jerry. It's always nice to hear from you. Up him. your bum, Jerry. Up your bum. Yeah, r- right up. Here's Manny. Oh, up. hello. Hey, we've missed you. Where have you been? I'm not him. I have.
2: I've been. I've been listening. Good. I was gonna phone last night when they were on the way. was on about sex with. a... Oh. Trumpet or something, doesn't
4: it? Oh, trumpet would be your uh, instrument of choice, would it, Manny? <laughs> oh, hey!
1: Hang on, are we talking having sex with or sticking up the bum?
4: Oh, Manny, which one is it? I mean, sex. Oh,
1: God. Do you yeah. know, I just learned something. I was, um, um, I'm sat in front of the computer just just flicking away, and I was on the Cosmo site. Do you know what pegging is? Yeah. Do you? How do you know what pegging, pegging is? is? What, what what is it? What do you think pegging is then?
4: Isn't it something to do with um, pinning someone's balls down? No. Oh no. What's that one called then?
1: Um, I don't know. But pegging is where a woman wears.
4: Yeah, heels and pins your balls down. No. Did you?
2: No. Dido.
4: Are there where any balls the involved?
1: Hang on. What did you? Say? No, there's no balls. What did you say, Manny? No.
2: Put Putting a dido on. A dido. Dildo. Like a D- a dado rail. he's right
1: it's when when a woman um straps on Uh, a a, a fake penis and um rogers the gentleman in her life it's pegging
4: gosh well you know i'd say horses for courses but i don't think horses need to do that manny what did you ring up for pegging
2: just just to say hello
4: well it's really nice to hear from you how's life treating you
2: Uh, good 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 i've been getting these really um, what do you call it, sleep paralysis you? With, the tab- with the tablet oh god oh god What's so wake- <laughs> that's,
4: oh,
2: a, that's it, a man it, in pain it, there, oh god it, oh god it, it, so you're
4: waking it, it, up and not being able to move, is that right
2: you're, you're lying down your eyes are out it's like you're getting you know beaten up and creatures and I don't know it's, just, it's, it's, it's horrible Sometimes like a uh, like, yesterday, I had, a, like, a body out of experience. Like, you, you know, you, you're going out of your body.
4: Yeah. Where did um, you go?
2: No, oh, God. I was shouting. I must have been shouting and everything. She woke me up, and I went to the doctor's today. And so it could be because of the um, tablets and yeah.
4: oh, all that. stuff's powerful, it's isn't scary, it?
2: Yeah, it's scary. It is scary. I mean, I could see again.
8: <laughs> you could see.
2: God, it is scary, very scary. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you think that you're, you're fighting back and your arms are moving, but you, once you've come out of that thing, you're know you, you you're lying in the exact same position. Oh, blimey. It is, is scary. Oh, God.
4: So that's the side effect, you're having those kind of crazy yeah. dreams but how are you feeling in yourself a bit better
2: good 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 i'm good now yeah better place oh, i'm glad there's other people worse off than you isn't there you know what i mean yeah. there's other people with more you know things going on
9: well i don't now. buy
1: that i never buy that there's, there's always people worse off than you i i've had a lousy day today manny and i tweeted mm. uh, i feel i feel really bad right and I had, and most people were, and I wasn't doing it for hugs. I do it because it, it helps me if I share it, and I've been told it helps other people, but I was doing it out for selfish reasons, but not because I wanted hugs. But then I had a couple of people go, Oh, you, you, you should have my life. I'm, um, I've had my legs amputated, I and I'm, I'm ha- housebound, and, and I would love to have your life. And then there was another one as well. And I didn't reply, because it's not a competition. You can be like a millionaire living in Beverly Hills and still want to jump out of the top floor window. Just
4: because someone else has been kicked in the balls doesn't mean that being punched in the face hurts any less, does it?
2: I mean that that fashion fashion designer she she got she, she um, found dead in an yeah. apartment today. Yeah. I, I mean she loaded. What what would it do Money. Listen to the money. Yeah. Uh, money
1: uh, fun is the one thing that money can't buy. Um, to quote uh, the Beatles. But it, it's just uh, and it doesn't. The thing about if you're depressed or anxious or whatever, yeah, you can have reasons for it, or there might not be mm. reasons for it, or that. Who knows? But you can't. You can't go. Well, ah, you've got no reason to be depressed because I haven't got legs, and I would love to be yeah. you. What you'd love to be me living <clears throat> in a bedsit with not being able to. <inaudible>
2: yes. I, I, I disagree with that, Ian. If somebody says they've got no legs, right, they, you know, when they get their artificial legs... It's
1: their choice not to have legs.
2: No, they, hang on. They, 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 they can go out and walk. I mean, I've got no eyesight, but i still well, go out. I, who knows? Listen, and I'm not saying that, I don't to. But know. it's
4: not a game of top trumps, no, is it?
9: and I don't want to draw no, a particular I'm not, I'm not attention that, to that some person.
2: People, sort of, some people, right, when, when they've got, say, artificial legs fitted, they won't sort of put that extra bit into go out and, you know, they're not sort of confident
1: enough. Well, some, some people with artificial <laughs> legs are confident enough to murder their girlfriends in their, their, their bathrooms. Yeah, that's right. So, some yeah, would say yeah, overconfident. It's uh, it's a quality. It's a quality, guys. Mm.
2: And where are you going on
1: holiday? Um, it's not a holiday. It's Wait. going to your
4: house, Manny. <laughs> you
1: not No problem. I'm going to <laughs> New go York City to, to see uh, oh, the monkeys oh, yeah. uh, on do yeah. two shows. I might meet up with Imani Coppola. Might go and have lunch with Imani and um i I, i'm i'm only there really for sort of four nights two of them are taken up with seeing the monkeys i'm gonna go and be on keith and the girl gonna go and chat with them hang out with them
4: i'm really jealous of that yep
1: i'm gonna be on their podcast gonna meet up with imani hopefully and and then come back and it'll be a flying visit
2: so next week you're you're on your own class it's not next week is it
4: uh look at the panic on your face it's
2: not next week is it guys it's the week after. It's the, after, the
4: week, after, the week after, after, after is when the cat's oh. away and the mouse will yeah. panic.
2: You <laughs> might not have a job to uh, come back to.
1: We uh, won't.
4: We won't have a radio station. This is the
1: thing. This is the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Whenever you take a break and someone fills in for you, you always want someone who's either rubbish or not quite as good at you as you. Or
2: better. Or uh, better. Well, no, you
1: don't want anyone better than you. And Catherine tonight, Whoa. I think is is I think she's not really playing by the rules of friendship. She's she's actually being funnier than me, and that is unacceptable <laughs>
2: behaviour. Yeah. I, I I think Kat should have her own show on there. So do I agree? I completely she agree. Thank really, you. she should have she should have her own show on, on Talk Radio. Yeah, I'm we'll sure. see
4: what Julie in the Morning's doing. Well, yeah, she
2: she could do like Saturday evening. She could
1: talk about periods and, shush, uh, and love shush, eggs.
4: Sure, she's the news. Mm-hmm.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Every
9: man has his techniques, and they're all different. They said you're not normal, I don't you sing r and I said I got no rhythm and I got no blues,
4: I'm as happy as can be. They said I said I most certainly do Did you not see me dancing the other night Like the girls on
9: channel Yeah, I can wind up low Be like the girls in the video But for me, that's much too slow Because i
4: I look good when I go on stage Drumming my guitar I like to sing my songs about real life
9: Things like good times and romance And I prefer to do it in my skinny
5: jeans And minuscule hot pants Every night has Cause this baby got no back. Yeah, I can wind down low be like the girls in the video. But for me that's much too slow Because i
1: That's how we went into that. Thank you, uh, dear listener. 03444991000. Just to say, I wanted Catherine to do the next hour and she refused. She refused. Uh, so on her head be it, but I'm away, uh, Wednesday the 20th, back on Tuesday the 26th. And, um, she's doing the show then. So, you know, uh, enjoy it, guys. Let's go to Alison. Good evening, Alison. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. You sound, you've sound you got the tone of someone who's about to make a complaint. Oh, really? Oh. Not at all. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a little bit <laughs> hypersensitive. I don't know. Good evening. Good evening, Alison. It's lovely to have you on board. What have you got for us tonight?
5: Good evening. Well, I spoke to you last night, and I thought oh, I'd speak to you again, because I've listened to you again this evening. Yes. Firstly, I'd like to say, Manny, I think he's a very brave man... To actually come on board and talk about himself yeah. and his changing meds, and it's very difficult to actually come to terms with it yourself. Yeah. So go on to a live radio station and talk about it. Yeah. It's a very, very, very brave thing to do. So just wanted to put that out there. And that. And many. there are many, and I understand from my from my husband because it's my husband that really listens to you. That's got me involved in listening to you and actually understanding that there are a lot of people that have got that confidence and that security in being able to phone you and tell you how their life is and i think that is because you've been very open about your situations when you're having a good day and a bad day and i'm sorry you've not had a very good day today um but I suffer from mental health as well, and I've not had a very good day today. So I'm going to be as brave as Manny and everyone else that's gone on to your um, radio station
8: and speak openly. Go because
1: on. I like I like the cut of your jib, and I'm sorry I thought you were coming on to have a pop. I like I like I like the the, the way this is going. Go on then, Alison. You tell us whatever yeah, you want yeah, to tell I was
5: us. Just, probably from last night. Uh, it was very jovial last night. Tonight mm. I'm going to be jovial, and they will do, and I'll get to that point. But there is a very serious notion in what you do, and I see that i not see that because I don't see you on on YouTube. I hear it, yeah. and I've worked through many, many years in health and social care. I have suffered myself from very traumatic experiences in my childhood, which leads me into other realms of mental health, and you work through that and you go through lots of therapies and stuff like that, and you manage yeah. And and sometimes you manage on a good day. You you manage on days, and sometimes you don't have a very good day. And and that's all right because I don't think anyone anyone in this world has good days all the day every day of their life.
1: No, that can't be. So I I, I thought for a possible. long time that people did, but that can't be possible. No, that can't be it's possible. It's
5: not. It's not possible. And and. It's about acknowledging that and acknowledging that to yourself and having a bit of self-awareness. Yeah. But having other people turn around and say, that's all right. That is all right. That's actually all right. I mean, there's so many people out there that go, oh, mental health, mental health, mental health. Well, I just stick my fingers up to them really, (laughs) basically, because they don't understand. They don't. um, If they are not willing to actually open up and have a decent conversation about it, they're in themselves.
1: Um. And um. But I kind of think. And there's some people that say, why do I sound a little bit distant? Do I sound, I feel a little bit distant. What have you done to this microphone, Catherine? I've I haven't done anything. I feel a little bit different. Has anything changed? Maybe it's just in my head, okay.
5: Um, no, my, uh, this, uh, uh, yeah, your voice sounds very distant. And I don't quite it? know
1: what's no, happening with the phone. Right, no, but I don't think, it, I th- it sounds distant to me as well. What's going on here? Is it sabotage? Have we been sabotaged?
5: I think we've been sabotaged.
1: Sabotage. that's the word. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> it sounds like I'm not on the right microphone
5: what's going on is it because a woman's been on it?
1: yeah, that'll be it oh, it's all it's all um i think
5: who's the... who's blaming the woman here
1: Ian the woman is <coughs> I think you left a tampon on the floor here we go. this is yours. This <laughs> your
4: tampon. that's not a tampon
1: oh <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing that some people say things because they think it's well-meaning, but actually it's not. But y- you know it's coming from a good place, so I kind of take it. You know, I take yeah, the good places. Yeah, And yeah, there yeah, there yeah. are some people that are, that are just, oh, come on, man, you've got a load of money, you've got beautiful kids, just just get on with it. What have you got to be miserable about?
5: And you get step up.
1: Yes, yeah, Step up. Pull your, pull your socks up. Come on, man. Up. Socks, oh, you don't get man up so much these days. What have you got to moan about? What have you got
5: to mind it goes mind back, about? Yeah. And, and it goes I. Back to what you what you were saying? Yeah. That, you, All of us are unique. There is not one single person on this earth that is the same as another. I'm very unique. And it does not, when they say, the emotions are there, they're human emotions, and they're there for a reason. If they were not to be there, they wouldn't be there. So all of those emotions are right as a human being. Yeah. Yeah, and it's about other people trying to understand that sometimes certain things in people's lives affect them in different ways. Yeah, yeah. But maybe the the best friend, for example, would actually not be affected in one way, but be affected in another way. We're all unique. We don't know our responses until that happens. Yeah that someone else is going to respond differently because we are unique. How and is that's your... the great thing about humanity. It's the great thing and it's also we... the
1: terrible thing. But yeah, it's a great it thing. Is
5: also, it, it, is, it is also a terrible thing because there's always challenges and there's always a lot of, a lot of challenges and that goes beyond what conversation we're going to get into. How has, your,
1: how has your day been today, Alison?
5: My, my day has been damn awful.
1: Yeah, it's nearly over. We nearly made another one.
5: I know we have nearly. Well done, well I, done. And I should be in bed going back to work tomorrow. But I thought, no, do you know, actually, I'm going to ring you this evening again. Yeah. And go, you know, I've had a shit flipping awful day. Yeah. And, you know, and I've, I've had someone that's been. Ri- oh, someone of the cloth has actually behaved like a bully. Well, and I just think that is absolutely disgusting.
1: Am I allowed to ask what happened? You don't have to tell me if you don't want.
5: Um, I, I wouldn't want to go into okay, it. Okay, all right, fair enough. Really, right now. No. Cause, but I just find, I mean, I'm I'm not religious, and that's not my, and that's my opinion. Yeah. That's my belief. Yeah. So I'm entitled to that. Of course cool, you are. But when you have someone who is of that ilk and treats you and treats a whole situation, a whole family situation, yeah. like a bully for yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. demanding...
1: Oh, I'm sorry you've been I that.
5: just wonder why it's almost a dictatorship yeah. type of thing. But that's a whole different realm. So that that might kick off a few phone calls for you. Here we go. Here
1: we go. That's Here a little... Te- she's a professional. That's a little tease. That's a little yeah, tease. A, a tease. few phone calls down the line, we're going to get the religious
9: dirt.
5: Yeah, well, you might do. Good. Who knows? But the thing is, is my experience has never been good. And today has really experienced a very adult scenario about the relationship and, and what and a very hierarchy on a parish can be, and I just feel it's disgusting behaviour, and I just think you, you shouldn't. If you're... You shouldn't behave like that. It doesn't matter how, who you are, you should not behave like that, and you shouldn't use your presence or your hierarchy to manipulate people... And bully people yeah. into a situation.
8: No, of course not. And,
5: and that, that's what's... Yeah, so so it is a combination of stuff. Yeah. Stuff gone up work today, on top of all of that. And it's, it's all to do with a move. Um, cause, yeah, not going into it. Can't no, go into
1: well, it. Well, you went into, a really into it a little bit further than otherwise. I expected, but don't, don't go into it anymore. Hey, Alison, no. listen, I'm going to move on, but it's nice to hear you, and I appreciate you being inspired by someone like Manny calling in. And, um, you know, you in turn will have inspired other people listening, not necessarily to call in. And some people don't want to call in, and that's absolutely fine. But to, um, to, you know, to have a little look at themselves and, um, uh, uh, give themselves an honest appraisal of what's going on. Sometimes, sometimes, man, life is hard, isn't
5: it? It is hard. It is hard. And some people find it harder than others. And that's fine. And it's about being supportive and being empathetic. Humani- I think a lot of people have lost being empathetic, not sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. Empathetic—they're yeah. two very, very different things.
1: Uh, Alison, it's nice to talk to you.
5: Nice to, talk to you. first of all. Did you sort out the T-shirt thing? What have do you think about the T-shirt? Thing? What do you think, Alison? <laughs>
9: <laughs> you to, you it went, went to... very,
5: very quiet. Come yeah. on, you've got to talk. You've got to sort that out. It's only, it's only a t-shirt. I get exactly. where you're coming from. I get where Ian's coming from. Be honest. You know, this time, just getting vouchers, and then you've got no trouble with getting into these oh, little no. scenario. I'm going to get him nothing.
1: See what I'm dealing with, Alison. Oh, I gave see. her the gift. I gave her the greatest gift of all: the gift of my radio show and this is how she this is how she repays me with with, right, with attitude yeah
5: yeah yeah but all right don't float your boat babe too Sorry. much exactly this is what happens don't Allison. float your ba- you both boat work babe? you both work as a team and well, you work as a team so if one of you wasn't there it wouldn't be the same it's good so, would it no no so you, you both bounce off of each don't other float, so. don't float
1: one. your boat babe <laughs>
5: Don't float your boat,
1: babe. <laughs> Don't. My, my boat ain't floated for a long time, babe. Alison, nice to talk to you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's flipping boiling in here. Yeah.
0: Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxi Great
9: big talk for the wee small hours.
0: You've been trolling me big time, mate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number, the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Uh, here until one o'clock Monday to Friday. Um, you can listen on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Got some bad news, guys. Oh. This is for the guys. Oh. Um, we here we're really close to getting sponsored by SexBots this show. we really we're talking to the SexBot industry some of the some of the the big knobs in sex bottery um and then then you read a story like this and i'm right. going to read it and um sex bot's danger
4: can you do some music
1: sex bot sex no, bot can you yeah. do some music oh. on
4: your computer oh
1: yeah oh yeah 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 sure hang on a second let's get a little bit of sex bot let's get some sex bot music um this is, this is quite futuristic, like futuristic shagging music, isn't it? I'm going to have sex with a robot.
4: Oh In- yes, big boy.
1: I am a robot as well. We are two robots putting on a live sex show. Sex bots danger. Infection risk, say docs. Robot sex dolls may do more harm than good, say two leading medics and killjoys. They warn use of sex bots could spread sexually transmitted infections, and also make computer babies. Ah. Uh-huh. No. Oh no, I made that bit up. Sexually transmitted infections. They call them microchips, and worsen impotence as well as normalising sexual deviancy.
4: Can you worsen impotence, or is it you're either impotent or you're not? Well,
1: fans of the machines. <laughs> I've never got this far in this track. Fans of the machines, which sell for up to eleven thousand pounds six hundred eleven hundred eleven thousand six hundred pounds, so say they can help reduce sex crimes against women. But Dr. Chantal Cox no. George,
4: no, she's not called that. Chantal Cox
1: George and Professor Susan Fanny <laughs>
9: Shut
4: up.
1: say there is little evidence this is true. They—it's almost as if a bunch of perverts have made up a load of reasons. That we should have sex bots, and scientists have gone, nah. They wrote in the British Medical Journal, Sexual and Reproductive Health. It is speculative whether the development of a sex bot marketplace will lead to a lesser risk of violence and infections or drive further exploitation of human sex workers. They warn the lack of intimacy may make problems such as erectile dysfunction worse. And that's the sound of erectile dysfunction there, listen. That's what it sounds like. what a shame. Um, so, am I allowed to have it off with a sex bot or not? Is that what you've got me for my birthday? As long as it's not in that bloody awful t-shirt.
4: Well, now, I I had got you a sex bot, but then you questioned my taste, so I thought it might not be what you wanted. So instead, I've got you some, um... No, I'm not going to spoil it.
1: They've um they, they've got a new thing for people who can't afford the sex bot. They've just got um. You s- just buy a hand. It's just it's just a, a robot's anus. Oh God! And it's called a sex bot bot. Thank you very <laughs> much indeed, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Sweet lord.
1: Um, a British B and B owner. Here's you know bit a B B and B. That's bread and bread bre- bed. Bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. That's that's bread and breakfast. Bed. Bed in Brentford. The Brentford... It's bed and breakfast. Yes. Now, have I got this right? That that means... Supposing I had two nights. Yeah. I booked
4: I stayed for a week in one in Norwich once. You don't know what I'm asking. Yeah. So I had to go out during the day. This is what I was going to get. So you
1: have to go out during the day.
4: Well, or you can sit in your room boring now isn't it well hang on well so you've just I was, I was there yourself. for work experience well, so i wasn't on. gonna
1: sit I, you're not you're in that chair again now so just button yeah, it for yeah, a second yeah, yeah yeah
4: yeah so
1: are you saying mm. do you have to leave the room you can't go back for a snooze because i like a snoo- I, I like a snooze if i've got a hotel room i like to to get up cane the hotel breakfast buffet go off and do what i want then go back and have a little snooze about half two until about five or six and then get up and hit the um, laptop dancing clubs. So are you saying that if I was in a and b am I allowed to go back for a snooze? Or do you have to be out all day? And if so, what are they doing in there all day? Dirty buggers. A Brit B&B owner is a celebrity in Japan after her guest house featured in a hit cartoon. Karen Cooper, 60... Do we need to know this, this lady's age? I don't know. What's she going to do with it? Has five million Japanese fans and has even served tea and scones, scones to the royal family. Each year, thousands of viewers of the Kinmosa anime tele series flock to Fossey Farmhouse in Castle Coombe, Wiltshire. In the show, British schoolgirl Alice, who bakes scones with her mum... Based on Karen Below, befriends a Tokyo schoolgirl... The scones are
4: based on Carol's Below.
1: I'm just going to ignore that. That's the kind of um, low-grade filth you can expect later on in the month. Befriends a Tokyo schoolgirl after an exchange visit. Live footage was shot at the B&B before being animated in Japan. Fans of the show, which is also a comic and film, now flock to the Cotswolds village. What is this? Do they not have cottages in Japan? Karen said, This is the last thing I ever dreamt would happen to me. I just own a little B&B in the countryside. They treat it like a tour of a film set. Everything is the same here as it is in the show, so they all look like they've stepped into a dream. Her link with Japan followed a chance meeting with a Japanese couple in London in 1989. She stayed. She invited them to stay at Fossey Farmhouse, named after um, famous choreographer Bob Fossey. When they said they were opening a Brit-themed B and B back home, I don't understand any of this story. Stop.
4: So she's named it after Bob Fosse, uh, that, and that's just left to drip drip on. Are they are they are they expressing breakfast through the medium of dance? What's What's it got to do with anything? What's Bob Fosse got to do with B and B?
1: belts and bums.
4: Ah, uh, ball changes.
1: Karen had an increasing number of visitors after their guest house, based on hers, grew in popularity. She was invited by the British Embassy to make tea and scones, scones, for the Japanese royal family at the Imperial... No, it's scones.
4: Scones. Yeah, I just said that, scones. Scones, Scones. it's
1: supposed to rhyme with stones. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. It is, actually. Right. Prepare to feel my wrath.
4: No. Not again.
1: Pronunciation of
4: Scones.
1: Here we go. Here we go.
4: Scone.
8: Scone.
1: Shush. That's you.
8: Oh, look, Rob. Emily's been home baking again and she's brought them into the office.
11: Wow. Look at that. Do you know what? That is a beautiful scone.
8: No, it isn't, Rob. It's a beautiful scone. Scone?
4: Yeah. Hmm. I'll
6: tell you what. It's
4: Mm. scone now. Good one, good one, that guy's good one, a, that guy's a dick. good one, that guy's a good, one. That
1: guy's a good one. That was the BBC, your licence fee paid flat. Scone. 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 Yeah. Scone.
4: Scon. Scon. Which
1: one is it? Scone. Okay, try I again. I think it's
4: interchangeable, but... Scone. One is mostly used by uh, Divvy's, and that's scone. Scon. Scon.
1: No, you just don't... Um... Anyway, there's Michelle Keegan's
8: wadge, look at that. What? It's beautiful.
4: Hang on, This. I don't write. I've watched so many series of America's Next Top Model. If someone pointed a camera in my direction or put me on a runway, I could probably do it, right? And I know you do not model with your legs akimbo like that.
1: Well, there's that poster that we saw that's doing that's uh, the big billboard for um, shell suits from the 1980s. It appears, and it's this young lady wearing this shell suit, and she's sat on a bench, and she's got her legs wide open. It's almost got a gravitational pull; they're being sucked in and it really is the most i don't uh, here's the thing right i'm old now i'm old and i know i'm old because i don't get eyebrows and i don't get posters of attractive women anymore i don't get them because i'm looking at going well, i don't understand what what's attractive about the pose and the fashion i go Oh, right, because they're young and I'm old, and I'm not supposed to. It's not it's appealing not you, to. No. It's not appealing to me. It's appealing to these absolute twats that are growing up and ruining this world.
4: So do be prepared, everyone, that um, young women are going to start sitting like your grandma did. <laughs> 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 My grand used to always sit like that. I do.
1: Well, men, but saying that men men do it. off. you go on the underground,
4: yeah, man spread,
1: flipping it. What is that about? I'm always really. And sometimes I naturally find my legs go a little bit wider than I'm, I, I think, so I'll just get a look. I'll, I'll look down and check. Oh, they're a little bit wide, and I'll close them in, even if there's no one next to me. Exactly, I'll close them in.
4: No one's balls are that big that they can't shut the knees. But a bit, I, have, come on.
1: I have sat down next to men whose legs are wide open. Here's the thing, right? When you're on the underground, you've got the, the 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 sort of the seat that's covered in carpet or some felt or something, and then generally you've got like a little black strip of plastic. Okay. Your leg should not enter that black strip of plastic. If it does, it, it can't go further than halfway through that black strip of plastic. It can't, right? So, for me to come in and sit down, and there's a guy whose legs are over my bit of carpet seat, and I'm thinking, what? And I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And so, I, I, I will make sure that my knee touches their knee. My knee is touching their knee. And some people, most people, will... M- Them go then kind of realize and
4: close their legs a bit
1: but a significant number of people won't and they will lock solid
4: here's another thing that yeah. they do if you get the double the double wide right yeah so they do that get a wide on <laughs> they do that then they get a bloody big paper out so they you're sitting next to a starfish yeah outrageous just because i am not doesn't mean that you can use up the space that i'm not oh do you know what who is it
1: well, I had a, I, you know, I struggle on aeroplanes with people next to me. Yes.
4: And the armrest thing.
1: Well, the I had a great battle with a guy once and I pretended to fall asleep, but I was wide awake and I, um, just locked my arm in my place and he was pushing against me and he was pushing so hard, he spilt his drink all down wow. him, right? But then there was, the, I was sat next to a woman, this weird old woman and, um, who started it? She. Anyway, we ended up having an argument, and um, I think I asked her to. She was like actually over over my armrest. And I said, "I'm really sorry. Could you move your?" i just. This is my armrest. I said, "Yeah, okay. That's debatable. That was my th- that was my first thing. That's debatable. But your arm is actually over my seat. So could you just?" And we ended up having a big argument about it. And I said, "Look, I'm not." gonna ar- she said I'm not gonna argue with you I
4: said well meaning yeah, that that's the end <laughs>
1: yeah I said well, that's fair enough but you're over my side all I want is is just my half of this armrest okay and I put my arm she, she said you're over my side I said look I'm oh, not sakes. I said I'm not if you look there's the middle and I'm actually it's uh, silly cow
4: well you joined her
1: uh, look you've started this whole double bubble thing now look yes, yes Jerry Jess. hello hello oh, Jerry can I do for
7: a game show yeah okay Six bottles
1: Okay, sex bot wars, go on. If you
7: Have the, the sex bots and finally to have
4: Oh.
1: Thanks very much for calling, Jerry. I mean, dear God.
4: And that is why we don't usually allow double bubble. This is Talk Radio.
0: Neon-lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say
8: sounds ridiculous.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000.
1: Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's take call straight to air for the last thirty minutes before Paul Ross comes on. We haven't done that for a while, and you never know. Sometimes it um uh, it creates it allows um a, an expression of creative uh artistic freedom, and sometimes it's it's just an annoying person phoning up doing fart noises. That's fine. But so for the next thirty minutes till the end of the show, till Paul Ross at one, uh we will take call straight to air. This is Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, O oh, three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call don't forget you can watch us on youtube.com slash ian lee look for the live feed and you can go and chat with some other listeners and also go and have a look let's see how many viewers we've had now if you go and have a look uh type in go to youtube.com slash ian lee and look for the rabbit hole tv show um you can see the show that me and cath did the other night we, uh, when do we do it? Sunday? What day is yeah, it, is it? it's Tuesday. It Feels like Thursday today. I've been all over the show. I've not had a clue where we are. Um, you can go and see the show that we did with Katie Puckrick. That has had 1,216 views. That's not bad. Plus there was 1,000 on the other. Vert. But anyway, so 1,216 views. We get up to 2,000. And do you know what, goddammit? We might consider doing um uh, we, we just might consider doing uh, another one so how's about them apples Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. oh here's a thing here's a thing now i didn't watch the britain's got talent final and I did enjoy Britain's Got Talent. I wouldn't watch the auditions. I don't like the auditions for any of those shows. I think they exploit mentally ill people and vulnerable people and, um, you know, people that are obviously awful and perhaps suffering. I know we've had a couple of our callers have gone on there with a genuine belief because they are told by researchers, oh yeah, I think Simon's really going to like this act. Um, but you know that there's a strong chance that, that of course he's not going to like their act. They're on there as a freak show. It's kind of, kind of 21st century bedlam. So I don't watch the heats, but I did enjoy the, the week of shows that that I saw. I thought it was really good. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Is the answer India? Um, right. Can you just stop calling in saying India, please? But I did think this was odd because I was told this on the Friday, on the final on Sunday. I think it was on the final. Um, yeah. that the, the, They had male strippers on. Did they? Magic Mike.
4: Oh, right.
1: And that's a film about male strippers starring be- Channing Tatum. I believe so. Um, it wasn't Channing Tatum, but is this like, the you know, I guess it's like the Chippin' the, the Magic Mike live routine performed at the final of Britain's Got Talent has sparked a backlash for being too raunchy for a family show. Viewers watched as topless male dancers from Channing Tatum's London production gyrated on stage before the Hollywood actor walked out. So did they strip? Let's see if we can find it. Let's see if we can find it. Because um, uh, Magic Mike BGT 2018. Let's, um, let's see. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, line one.
11: Good evening, Ian. It's uh, Rupert Murdoch here.
1: Yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. What was the, what was
11: the
6: deal with that Sheila presenting the show for you for the last hour? Absolutely
1: no idea whatsoever.
6: Can I ask uh, just one thing, Ian? Yes. Was her name India?
1: Uh, right. Can we just stop doing that? That isn't even funny. Right. So we're watching the performance here, and it is um, there's about a dozen men on stage, clothed, doing some wicked dancing, a little bit, little bit of dancing. This is the final of Britain's Got Talent. Some good dancing, acrobatics. Now they're getting, now they're looking. I know that look. Ready for business. That's the, I'm going to take my clothes off.
9: Yeah.
1: So they've got, you wear jeans, t shirts, um, leather jerkins, waistcoats, you know.
9: a
4: lot of punching dancing.
1: No. Here we go.
4: Off,
1: off. Off, 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 off. Okay, so we're a minute into it and they're still fully clothed.
4: Maybe that's what the complaint was about. Hmm, <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, they are buff as. Here we go. Right, there's someone sat. Oh, that was a bit homoerotic. Right, someone's come down in a trapeze, what we used to call a trapeze. Oh, over a, over a lady.
4: Who's lying on the floor? Maybe she's fallen. She looks like a member of the audience. He's yeah. So re- there's a
1: lady on the floor, and there's a guy who's like hovering above her, Mission Impossible styley, Tom Cruise styley, and his penis is now above her face, and now he's spinning around above her, and he's doing what we call circus skills, is what we call yeah. that, circus skills. He's spinning around on a rope. Two minutes into it, people still fully clothed. Now, the Britain's Got Talent goes out about eight o'clock, doesn't it? It's topped off. It's topped off. I turned away and I missed it. His top fell off. That may be an accident because I didn't see it happen. It might have just dropped it's off. Gravity. That's spinning gravity. Upside down. It's like she's mounting that.
4: him. She's mounting him.
1: Oh, she's not a member of the audience. No. She's, um, it's
4: from a stage show, isn't
1: it? Right. Oh, okay. So she's acting. Right. So she's mounted him. She's now sat on his gyrating. Here we go. And now there's men stood in front of the judges, and in the audience. Lifting up their tops, showing off their 12 packs, backflipping. Um, by the way, if anyone wants me to do audio descriptions for deaf people and lazy people, no, not deaf people, what's the other one? Blind people, I'm up for it, because I really think I'm capturing, capturing the vibe. I'm still fully clothed. Is that Channing Tatum? Tops, no it's not. Tops are off, tops are off. Tops off. off. And you can hear the screams, punching. It's the air. a lot like
4: what happened when you took your top off on BGT, right? Yep, yep. No, not BGT. What's it called? Good Morning Britain. And
1: now they're doing the hump. Now they're, it's like they're, they're forcing themselves, forcing blowjobs. Do you see that? They yeah, were yeah. they were grabbing someone's head it's and like...
4: classic move. Now they're doing the old caterpillar. Oh, now they're hu- so the floor. basically
1: they're doing humping move- maneuvers, topless and blowjob maneuvers. Now he's got hold it
4: Now he's sliding
1: a finger in. <laughs> for God's sake! To his bum, but he's still got trousers on.
4: They're coming off. The flies are undone.
1: I don't think the f- trousers come off. Trousers no, don't come off. I think that might be the end. Right, that's it. Right. So the top. Who do I complain to? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? I, and I know the seventies and the eighties were full of hot gossip and what was the other one? Pan, not pants. people. They weren't like that. Hot Gossip and, um... Who was the one that... Was Arlene Foster Hot Gossip? No, Arlene she... Arlene Phillips. Arlene Phillips. Was she Hot Gossip or was she, um...
4: Yeah, Hot Gossip, I think.
1: No, there was another one. There was another one that were a bit raunchy. Anyway, I know the 70s and 80s were full of women gyrating in stockings and suspenders and bras and pants and stuff. Uh, 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 but, but if you were to have that now on a prime time... Television show women stripping basically, that would be considered. That would not be considered. Well, well, hang on, you're pulling the face. Go on, when, little mix. No, but they're not stripping. Well, there is a, there is a difference. There well, is a, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. There is a difference. In, I, I agree. I think what they wear is inappropriate for family TV. But there is a difference I've between seen them stripping. Do
4: a routine where they start out wearing a fair bit and end up basically wearing their pants. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So you know and. That line's been crossed a long time ago. Um, I think in the past there have been people who've auditioned for Britain's Got Talent and who've done, like, a burlesque or a strip thing. I just... It just feels like... Those blokes didn't show anything, really.
1: No, no, no. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Yes, they did. I think they did. For that to be on at eight o'clock on a, on a family show, uh, taking their tops off... Well, Why are you pulling that face? I don't... Um... You're not even letting me get the thought out and you're pulling the face. Go on.
4: Well, no, no. Right. I'm thinking, I'm considering oh, no, it. No, I'm, don't worry, no go
1: okay. on. Don't worry, let's got to the boat. Whispering lunar
0: incantations for cross parents. Um. Cross dressers.
14: And did you know this about me?
2: And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio.
1: Yes, Line One.
6: I bless the rains down in India. Right, we stop that
1: please. That's not that's not that's not a funny thing at all. Let's, let's, let's just stop that guy's for crying out loud. For goodness sakes. Right. Um oh that's boring. Mm, what are we gonna do for the last fifteen minutes? I've not got any ideas.
8: hmm <laughs>
1: that's boring, that's boring, Yeah, that's boring. Oh, here we go, look at this. Only 45% of the young are proud to be English. Uh, then they have a little dig at least, that's what researchers for the BBC claim. I never got the being, I don't, I'm not proud of being English. Why would you be proud of because of where you're, um, you, what bed you happen to be uh, born in? I never got the proud of being English thing, couldn't give a stuff. I think we do some some terrible, terrible things. We do some brilliant things, but we do some terrible things. Hello, line one. Line one. Hello, line one. Oh, okay. Most most young people aren't proud to call themselves English, a BBC research project claims. Their patriotism is in doubt, even though most associated English identity with civilised values... Well, again, was patriotism? And, and well, patriotism's stupid. I'm not patriotic for this country. I'm not proud of this country. What a strange strange thing to get upset about. Yes, line two.
6: Hello, I'd just like to say, I think that uh, you you two guys and gals rock it. And I love you both. Thank you
1: very much indeed. Um, Only 45% of people aged between 18 and 24 living in England told a large scale poll 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 that they were proud to identify as English. Nearly one in ten were embarrassed to be Englished. English. English I'm embarrassed. Um I'm not I'm not proud of it. Are you, what, what is there to be proud of? What is there to be proud of? Well, we've got great human rights. Well well it's all right, but I don't get I don't get the pride. I don't get patriotism. It's just it's just luck. It's just luck that we're born here. Aren't
4: we just a collection of people who happen to live near each other? <laughs> That's it. I don't I don't get it.
1: Um, nearly one in ten were embarrassed to be English. And another 8% said they did not call themselves English at all. Yet more than 7 out of 10 teenagers and young people in their early 20s linked Englishness with good manners and a sense of humour. So... And a majority connected English identity with tolerance and a sense of fair play I don't I don't think so
4: Americans would claim that too yeah I don't, so would the French so would the spanish i
1: don't I don't get that I, I suppose we're kind of more tolerant than I don't know Iran um, but you still get gays getting the shit kicked out of them because of their're holding hands you know you you, you you and also we're not really tolerant. We're kind of tolerant, but the tolerance towards you know different races and and different religions is wearing very very thin. Most people in all age groups felt Englishness means people are welcoming no way. English people are some of the rudest but you're welcoming. go to New York, go to Greece, go anywhere apart from England. Englishness means most people are welcoming friendly, generous, and like to show a stiff upper lip. These are just words that you've thrown down, Steve Doherty, the social affairs correspondent. Yes, line two.
11: Banana, na-na-na-na. Is it Ghostbusters 2?
1: Get stuffed. The decline of patriotism is greatest among the young, the poll of more than 20,000 people found. The BBC called it the largest and most comprehensive attempt to chart beliefs and feelings about Englishness. But it failed to ask about immigration. Oh, Daily Mail, we didn't ask about immigration. In contrast with a similar research project published last week which said more more people in Britain believe immigration has had a damaging effect on the country. But hang on a minute, was this poll about immigration? Well, obviously not. What was this poll about then? Hang on, hang on. Um... Okay. Well, yeah. The BBC called it the largest and most comprehensive attempt to chart beliefs and feelings about Englishness. Well, so it isn't about it isn't about patriotism then. Uh, it, it isn't about uh, immigration then. This is weird. Yes, line two. Hello, Ian. Steve from Twickenham here. Hello, Steve. What you got for us? Well, I just want to complain, really, because you're oh. you're stealing my my gig. Oh, go on. What what's that?
11: Well,
3: I read the papers. and and I go on about my spite and how popular I am, and ah, literally yes. that I'm the only person who, who presents on that, 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 that station. I, I'm, I'm the whole station. Okay, well, I... I, I am
1: literally... Y- yes. Well, I apologise. Yes. Uh, I apologise for stealing your act, but God damn it, it's just such a good act.
3: And you, to be honest, you do do it better than me, really.
1: Of course I do. Thank you very much for calling, Steve. It's always a pleasure. Never a chore. 344 Call straight to air for the last 10 minutes. Um, just over half of those in their late 20s, 30s and 40s take pride in their English identity. However, nearly two-thirds of those in their 50s and early 60s and more than 7 out of 10 over 65s did take pride in, in being English, I guess. Among all age groups, the most common view of England was that it is better than most countries. Hmm. Is it better than um, most countries? That's a bold, that's a bold claim. I would have to say, but it's probably better than most. How many countries are in the world? 250? It's not that. How many is it?
4: I think there are quite a lot more than that. Really?
1: Oh, I'm thinking of languages. Isn't there a language for every country? Is that not how it works? How many countries are there?
4: Uh, let me see. How many countries are in the world list? That'd be it, right? Yeah. Oh, hang on. 250? No, 195. There we go.
1: Awesome it wasn't far off. There'd be more than that. No. I reckon we're probably better than half of those. So that means we are, um, we're better than most countries.
4: Depends what you mean by better.
1: Well, we drive on the left-hand side, which is less confusing.
4: That's just different, isn't it?
1: Um, we have Sky Television. And um, we are Region 2 DVD, the same as Japan. So that's good. Because a lot of the others, you got Region 1. Um, by contrast, only one in four call themselves European. Here we go. They are most likely to be found among Lib Dem supporters. I call myself a human being, guys. I call myself a human being. That's all. That's all I am. Um, Just over one in ten see themselves as belonging to a country outside the UK. I don't belong to this country. I don't don't get it, honestly. And it's not me being disingenuous. It's not me being, um, you know, deliberately obnoxious. I don't get it. By coincidence, by sheer stroke of luck, my mum and dad had it off in London, and I was born in Slough on this slab of rock. That's it. That is it. That's the only link. Well, you're going to bugger off then. Well, do you know what? Maybe one day I will. Probably won't for a while because I've got my kids here. But it's just luck and it's coincidence and we do some things really, really well and we do some things really, really badly and we do some things a bit... uh, But then so do nearly all the other countries. Do
4: you really think that where you're from um, dictates your character? Some people appear to.
1: Um... I think where you're from does dictate your character, to a certain extent. D- meaning
4: with a country you're from. That's a crazy thing to say. No, well... Sense of fair play and all that stuff. Oh, that stuff. They're kind, kind of stuff. ideals, yeah, kind I of guess, cultural ideals, but not everyone lives that way.
9: That
1: kind of stuff. Just over one in ten see themselves as belonging to a country outside the UK. The survey conducted for a BBC project on the English question follows an exercise by the left-leaning think tank Demos. Most here we go this is this is a, a, a an absolutely made up sentence that means nothing whatsoever right both organizations found that most people think the past was better than the future is likely to be let me say that again most people think the past was better than the future is likely to be the hell are these people on that doesn't even mean anything that doesn't even mean anything
4: it means that people remember they were happy once
1: but yeah like world war Two, that was great
4: <laughs> wasn't it the 70s flipping it
1: yeah um yeah god the demos paper said people in britain were united around the view that immigration has harmed the country i'm not i think it's made the country better It's all i've known is immigration i think it's made it better generally of course you've got some dodge pots but then there were you know there were dodge pots of um what's the phrase that the the idiots like tommy robinson used indigenous white population you know there were dodge pots in that community jimmy savile anybody before you start banging on about your pakistani grooming gangs jimmy savile anybody the church anybody you know um uh Ex-Labour Minister John Denham, Director of the Centre for English Identity at the University of Winchester, said young people will tend to be less patriotic than older people, wherever they are, whether that's England, Scotland or Wales. I'm going to encourage my kids to not be patriotic, because it's just a pointless,
4: made-up thing. Who cares? Well, you're kind of propping up a system that um, works on um, you propping up the system.
1: Yeah, screw the system, man! Screw the system. The system is bent. Patriotism is what gets, you know, young people killed because they, they sign up for the army or get conscripted to the army because they're fighting for whatever, you know. Ah, jeez.
4: Where do all the old English gentlemen end up living? Bloody Gestad and Monaco. Yeah. There's a reason.
1: Yep. screw Screw those guys. Screw, screw those guys. Screw everybody. This country is, you know, it's got some great stuff and it's got some flipping awful stuff, man. Patriotic about um, Living in this Here's here's, here's, This is how desperate we are To fill the last four minutes An essential guide to what you can recycle The heartbreaking image Of a whale with 80 plastic bags In its stomach Reveals the huge scale of our waste problem No it doesn't While a survey reveals 99% of people Now say they actively recycle In order to save the planet uh so how much do you know about what you can and can't recycle here's our guide to doing your bit while leading a busy life which we've printed on some paper so here's what you can't recycle cat food pouches here's what you can't recycle and however much i tell my family always goes in the recycling bin and then the recycling men refuse to take it because it's contaminated wrapping paper you cannot recycle wrapping paper.
2: Is that right? Yes. What, like Christmas.
1: Yes, because it's got like bits of glitter and stuff in it. It's got metal in it, oh. so you can't recycle. So don't put it in the recycling bin unless I've got that wrong. In which case, let me see if it's listed here. Um, you can't. So you can't recycle toys and games. Try giving them to charity. Jeez.
4: Depends what you define as recycling.
1: Um, that is recycling, isn't it? Yeah,
4: giving it to someone else to use. Recycling.
1: This is weird. V- v- VHS tapes, not often taken at recycling centres.
4: Well, not often taken.
1: I'll have them. When I get my new house, I'm having the VHS set up. I'm having the VHS set up, and if I wanna, if I, and I'm not gonna have a Skybox or any of that rubbish, and I'm not gonna subscribe to BBC iPlayer or any of that rubbish. If I wanna come in, Paul. If I want to watch a television show and I'm out, I'm going to set the video. You tape it. Because that is the only bit of technology I still know how to work. I'm going to set the video. That and your cassette player. Oh mate, this is it, man! This you must come round when it's all sorted out, and it's going to be. There's no school like the old school. We're going to watch videos <laughs> and listen
15: to tapes, Paul Ross. My son dug up one that I made for him years ago on a half-speed video, oh, so yeah. it had uh, six hours on it, <laughs> Beautiful. and it featured on it was BMX Bandit, starring an eleven or twelve-year-old Nicole Kidman, hey, yeah. which used to love the Australian film, and on the other end of it was um, Hawk the Slayer. Oh, man. a mate. terrible <laughs> sword so sweet film. Yeah, that,
1: that was like a Conan yep. um,
15: rip-off, wouldn't it? Re- like the Beastmaster, really yeah, low budget. I like yeah. the Beastmaster. It's he had trained ferrets to help him fight evil.
1: (laughs) Did he? I've not (laughs) seen the Beastmaster. Beastmaster was one of those, because I had Betamax, I missed out on a lot of films. Betamax. Better quality, but it meant that when- You couldn't fast-forward in vision, could you? You could later on, oh, could but not early on. But it meant that I missed out on all the films getting passed around oh. school. Cause, and I would, I, I, got beaten up once because I had a Betamax video. Beaten up for having Betamax. I can understand that. Yeah, tough times. Well, not, Danny was... Baker
15: had a great story about how when he first made some money, kind of 81, 82, presenting 20th Century Box. Yeah. The that, was a, show, that was a great, great show. I used to watch that, show. yeah. Uh, great title as well, wasn't it? And yeah. he, he bought for 500, princely some of 500 pounds back in 1981, a laser display. Oh. <laughs> Within nine yeah. months, they were like fifty quid. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. give them away. Yeah, could they? yeah. Laser disc. Wow. On the show today, the woman who's big in Japan, who runs a Cotswolds B and B. Hey, we
1: were talking about her, and she's
15: joining us on the programme. Oh, so she's a wonderful woman and a brilliant story. They fantastic. F- the Japanese royal family paid at her two bed, stayed at her two bedroom en suite B and B. I because could, I couldn't quite get my head around yeah. the story in the paper. Well, we double checked. Oh, I'm always nervous with those stories, but everywhere, and, and she's wonderful. And also, we've got if you've got a tattoo and you're attached to it, and your other half loves it, we're talking to the American firm. They're opening in this country where you can. Bequeath your tattoo, they skin your corpse, frame your tattoo, and pass it on to a loved one. Oh. Who says romance is dead? <laughs>
3: <Flippin'>
15: <laughs> I think you've got, you've got an expression on your face which, even the English language, has no one word to describe it. It's remo- a rictus of disapproval. Has
1: anyone ever done this? When I die, I, I, I'm going to leave money to my kids. Oh, <laughs> but I'm going to put in my will that they have to spend the night in a haunted house. Well, I've heard you say that before. Has anyone know? ever done? Because that really happens a lot sure. in films. Well, it's that great
15: film where they have to, you know, the, the shy man has to rob a bank and all that. What's yeah. that called? The, oh. you can't take it with you. I think it might be. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a film in the fifties or forties, and they remade it with Ronnie Corbett and people. It's not a bad they? film. Yeah, it's a remake of it oh. made later. Oh, yeah. oh. And night in a haunted. Oh, and if only Bob Hope and Paulette Goddard could turn up. The Cat and no, the Canary. No, that would do it, wouldn't
1: <laughs> it? Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock, dear listener. Um, thank you very much for listening to me and Kath. You don't forget. You can download the best of podcast uh, if you go to itunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider you can uh, find it there type in ian lee and talk radio um, and there's also the rabbit hole um uh, podcast and the rabbit hole tv show what we've done on sunday night if you go to uh, youtube it, rabbit hole live you'll find that you, you just you, i am telling you how to use google for man guys you know how to use it we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock until then from us ta-ta